Hey, Brett. Yo, uh, I don't have anything to, to pop open on this episode, because I'm drinking whiskey. Wow. You fucking derelict. That's right. Way to go, man. Way to drink whiskey. Thanks. It's Japanese whiskey. On a fucking weeknight. That's right. Oh, it's school night. Seven star whiskey. Uh, the, well, I mean, drink it from from. Uh, welcome to Weenie Wrestling, everybody. Uh, yeah, drinking. You know, yeah, the, those at home. Uh, my wife and I, Michelle. You've heard her on the show. Uh, we do whiskey advent calendars. This is the second year doing it. We're all Japanese whiskeys this year. You drink a whiskey drink. You drink a vodka, vodka drink. drink. Right. A something something drink. Uh, some, something, something about drink. The, something of the bad times. Something, something that remind s- them of the good times. Right. Something that remind them of the bad times. Right. Oh, uh, Danny boy. But apparently, like, ja- Danny boy. Japan's making, like, the best whiskeys and scotches Danny out there. Boy. So I get knocked down. <laughs> like it up again. Uh, uh, tub, tub thumping around the world. That's right. Shout out to Chumbawamba. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I'm gonna rescind that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I'm drinking whiskey, so nothing, nothing to pop open. I already got an energy drink in me. Yeah, you're well, you're yeah, <laughs> uppers and downers, what, baby. Uppers and downers. Absolutely. Got to It's just about, it's all about keeping that balance, brother. Yeah, keeping the faith. Keeping keeping the faith. Fucking like I said, welcome to welcome to Weenie Wrestling. Uh, Brett and I are here to talk about the the week uh, the the week that was in wrestling. Isn't that somebody else's? Is that Eric Bischoff's thing? I don't know. I don't know. Bischoff's being a little bitch this week. Why now? I Saying Tony Khan's it. mad at him, won't return his calls because of the stuff no. he said, and he's like, I should reach out because Tony Khan's not. You know, reach out, he won't return my calls. <sighs> the thing that Eric Bischoff doesn't realize is that he's not useful to anyone in the wrestling business. Uh, he his usefulness in the wrestling business ran out in like 1999. Um, so oh, Eric, but uh, but yeah, so no, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't return Eric Bischoff's phone calls either. I probably would, unless I'd... he was guaranteeing me that Kevin Nash money. Well, um, but uh, but we're gonna talk about the week, the week in wrestling that was. Uh, There's a lot. If that's not somebody else's, I'm gonna trademark that for us. The week in wrestling that was. Yeah, that sounds like that sounds like a, maybe it was another news thing. I don't know. Uh, trademarked if it's not. All right, Doug. Yeah. File the trademark. Our trademark please. attorney. My, yes, my trademark lawyer, my uh, fitness guru, yes, my spiritual life advisor. Coach. Right. The Jerry McDevitt of the soon to be named network. Oh, my life coach, my death coach. Hey, Doug. What's up, dude? What's going on, man? How are you today? This is just uh, me, me yes. and a conversation with Doug. It is. It's true. Uh, so, talk at Doug. we watched a lot of wrestling this week. Yeah. Uh, lots of stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, I feel reinvigorated a little bit, or maybe just invigorated. Okay. Uh, about I wrestling. Like that. All right. Uh, I'm pumped up. I'm I'm stoked. Pumped up. You're pumped out. I am. Uh, and uh, we're gonna talk about. It. We got lots to talk about. Not cool. a ton of news, right? Nah, I don't. Uh, get get well soon, Jr. Yeah, uh, for well, sure. I we I think we both rag on him a little bit. Uh, maybe me a little more than you. Uh, cause, uh, frankly, he's not good at his job anymore, but, uh, he is a legend and, you know, Obi does well. He's, he's a human. He's a person. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Don't wish you'll have anybody. At it. Well, not, 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 not anybody, but. But I, I'm not going to complain about not having him on, uh, my TV for a couple of weeks. So. Well, I hope he gets well soon. Right. And then takes a nice office job. Boomer off sooner, brother. Yeah. Roll Tide. Is that him? No, that's, no. uh, that's Oh, Alabama. that's Alabama. Yeah. Right. Oh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Yeah. That's him. See? Right. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Before we get into this, how are you? Oh, I'm good, pal. <laughs> uh, like I said, watched a lot of wrestling this week. Not much anything else. Can I Can I tell you my 
good place moment century of the week. Yes. You can steal someone of the else's century gimmick. of the week. Yes. Yeah. Well, I have to steal the gimmick. Okay. Because uh, homeboy Tim <laughs> from Final Wrestling Place. Yeah. He's been assisting me in my search. Mm-hmm. And ladies and germs, the fight is over. Is, is it Tim that helped you get this? Tim sent me links after links okay. after links. Uh, you have helped me to, yeah. try to, to try to procure this. Right. Finally. Tim came through for you. Tim, my brother, I'm the proud owner of a goddamn PlayStation 5. There you go. The fight is over. The war has been won. Mm-hmm. So you're going to flip that thing for like four grand before Absolutely Christmas, not. right? Absolutely oh. not. No. I, although. Coward. It could be a nice opportunity. There's, There's that, that word, word again. Um, but yeah, finally. God damn it, my plight. Okay. Hashtag got a bread. So got, got a got bread. Yeah. Uh, so you're telling me you're going to be watching less wrestling over the next, once you once you get that son of a bitch in and you dive deep into like, I don't know, the PS5 upgrade of Ghosts of Tamusha or whatever the fuck what? that was. What the hell was that Samurai I, game? I know what you were trying. And, yeah. And a good attempt. Thank you. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I already bought it. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Is the, is the PS5 version any different? I think it's just like upgraded graphics. I, didn't, I never played the PS4 version. Oh, really? I yeah. thought you did. No, I demoed oh, it. Nice. Played the demo. Oh. Um, but yeah, finally. Nice. Thank fucking God. Do they still do demos like they used to do in like, like the PlayStation disc? 2 where uh, you get the demo disc? Underground? Yeah, and you would play like for like five minutes and then you would just hit an invisible wall and yep. you couldn't walk past. They should do that again. They Man, should. I used to love that. Mm-hmm. Oh. I used to play cra- the like one and a half levels of Crash Bandicoot like a madman. That, Frogger. those demo discs got me to buy a fucking snowmobiling game. There you Sled go. Storm. Yeah. I still have the disc to nice. it too. Nice, nice. But all right, enough of my video games. Cool borders. You used to be able to do cool borders. Cool borders was cool borders. as shit. I love cool borders. I want to go uh, play that. Right shout now. out cool borders. Cool borders. <laughs> shout cool. out cool borders. <laughs> uh, I should bring that shit back. Uh, PlayStation, you bring back cool borders. I'll buy a PlayStation Five. Uh, all right. Yeah, let's do it. I know you're listening, PlayStation. I know, Mister Sony, you're listening, <laughs> Mister Sony. Uh, well, congratulations, pal. I know it's been a long struggle. Finally. Happy for you. Oh, thank uh, God. Just more of a reason to hermit myself in my house. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, that's so I got out a little bit this weekend, man. Yeah? Yeah. Out and about? Go to a local hardcore Oot, show. in a boot. Got to see some hardcore bands. Yeah. In beautiful Sweet Valley, Pennsylvania. Sweet Valley, Pennsylvania. So. Yes. Good times there. And you live to tell the tale. I'm still here. Right. Baby. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely like, did not fuck around with my phone on the drive to or from. Because I was like... I'm going to hit a deer or a bear or a human. <laughs> right. Just all woods all the time. I have had, that is that is the one place uh, I was driving up in Sweet Valley once and drove and a bear ran behind my car oh. across the road. So, didn't run into it like some people. Yeah, like my car on the mm-hmm. turnpike. Yep. Thanks, bear. But, uh. All right. All right. Let's enough, talk, let's talk rest. bear talk. We got lots <laughs> to talk about. Uh, yeah. Let's get into what we watched this week. Sure. So, Friday night. Uh, I think we both watched Absolute Intense Wrestling presents Hell on Earth 16. Yes, I watched about half of this. Okay. I think it, what was the first match after intermission? Well, uh, well go ahead. You I can start remember. and I'll tell you when I jump in. There's a long fucking intermission. Yeah. I'll tell you when I jump in. All right. Go ahead. So, uh, the Italian American Dragon Dom Guarini is back. Yes. I think that's good cool news. Shit. Great news, absolutely. Um, good for that dude. I always liked yeah. watching him. Yeah. So stoked. He Plus, was, he's he, healthy. So he wrestled Suzuki. He sure did. And then he's healthy. 
Which is good. The magic, it's the magic touch See, of Minoru Suzuki. S- Suzuki knocked the power of health right. back into him. Yes. Um, I I don't listen. I'm not going to go match by match breakdown. Here. Okay. Just things I you know. Sure. Um, what was good? Well, that's P- that's been P- my. He's smooth as a real big man. Is he really? He was in the first match. Okay. That motherfucker's huge. Yeah. And uh, Ziggy Ziggy Haim was also there. Yeah. Yeah, because with hey. the Derek Dillinger. Derek Dillinger. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then there was another match with two tag teams. I'll be honest, it wasn't very good. Right. But at the end, Jeff Jarrett came out and murdered the one guy's manager with a guitar. Okay. He came out to my world, and I popped for that. <laughs> God bless you, T.M. Okay. Um, so then we had, and this is probably where you picked up. Yes. Uh, Psycho Clown versus Matt Justice. Yes, that is the first thing I watched on this show. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, them, like... Less I saw it, uh, it was up next. I go, oh, this is going to be fun. Right. Man, I, the unprotected chair shots. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, you know, we were talking a little bit before we started here. Um, we were listening to Brian Myers' Extreme Conversations right. this week. And on the WrestlePoos in 98 episode, he's talking with Mikey Whipwreck. Mm-hmm. And Mikey Whipwreck, like, made some good points about the unprotected chair shots. He goes, yeah. no, nah, it's fucking stupid. Yep. Um, yeah. and I, it's hard. Like when I see it now, I try not to be safety police. Right. But when I hear a guy like Mike Whipwreck's like, yeah, I'm not doing too good in that department. Right. I, I get a little like, uh, that's sad. Yeah, I know he's like, I think like super light sensitive and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Well, and, um, you know, anything with concussions is just awful. Right. Yes. And, um, and an unprotected chair shot is almost a guaranteed yeah. concussion. Although the line that Sabu said is the best line ever about that. He goes, if ECW is real and somebody's swinging a chair at my head, I'm going to put my hands up. Right. He goes, that's what you would really do. Right. And I was like, God damn, that makes a lot of sense. Yes. <laughs> um, and then Mikey Whipwreck also was like, listen, if Undertaker can put his fucking hands up, why can't we? <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, but yeah, this match was just fun, fuck around, goofy shit. Right. Justice playing a little like heel, rip, trying yeah. to rip the mask sure. off. Which the crowd was like, nope, we're yeah. not into that. Well, Psycho Clown's a huge star. I love Psycho Clown. Yeah. He's awesome as shit. Uh, I was trying to explain to Michelle about Psycho Clown and his father, Super Porky. May he rest <laughs> in peace. Yes, R.I.P. Um, I, I really like the finish of this match, though. With the, He rips the mask off so that Psycho Clown has to cover him and he just small packages him. Uh, well, plus five. Pu- oh, plus three. Oh, plus three. Plus three. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it. Uh, I like this match. I like Matt Justice. Uh and uh, Cycle Clown's fun. He's getting yeah. out there. Shocked to see Cycle Clown in Ohio. But, yeah, very yeah, random. But, but, you know. I mean, hey, they. I remember AIW, was it ni- 2019 when they got uh, Daisuke Sakamoto there right. too? Which yeah. is like, yeah. Ohio? All right, right, cool. Well, and it's cool that, that Cycle Clown shows up to his, he's a Mexican star that shows up to his bookings. So Wow. <laughs> that's All for right. you, Joe. Next one. Uh, the goddamn war that was PCO versus Kaplan. Yeah, this is... Uh, I mean, dare I say the match that that brought everyone to the to the yard here? Yeah, uh, crazy. I know, I know. Matt Cardona's on this show, and I know other people on the network may seem to think otherwise that maybe there was another draw on this show, <laughs> but it, it's PCO versus Kaplan. Crazy, uh, dude. Not only was this match a war, I also got to explain to Michelle uh, who uh, Jean Pierre Lafitte Ooh, was, okay. and she asked me what PCO stood for. And I was like, it's Pierre Carl Oulet. And she's yeah. like, no, it's not. And I'm like, yes, yeah, it is. It totally is. It's yeah. the French Canadian Frankenstein. Did, did you explain to her about the feud over the jacket with Bret Hart? No. Oh, you should have. No, I, I love my wife. I don't want her to leave me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this was, uh, this was insane. Bedroom in the movie. Yeah. Uh, PCO does like a senton to the outside, to yeah. the floor. 
like a mad person like onto the apron and yeah. oh my god uh, he's like 50 something uh it's insane dude when Kaplan hit that like gonzo bomb looking fucking move where yeah oh, where if you watch shit. it back pco did not get his head tucked so, nope. so it lands on the neck i thought he was dead like it was, was bad crazy yeah um yeah go watch that yeah it's just a fucking war yeah i mean from what i saw i like you know the second half of the show i didn't get to watch the first half yeah. the timing was off for me but but yeah i mean that was that was cool too yeah. uh and then main event um yes. man josh bishop uh-huh dad dude i know everybody says it god yeah damn he's a fucking star right that guy's great. Yeah. Um, Josh Prohibition was there, like the special. Mm, uh, yeah. So it's Cardona, the third man, part of like the Rips and yeah. Shooters, and Cardona and two guys I don't know who turned and joined the, his the Philly Marino experience. Sure. Broski one and Broski two. Yeah. Uh, lots of speculation over who the mystery third person was going to be with with Bishop and uh, what's his name? Avery Butterscotch. No, that's what his name. Wes Barkley. Wes Barkley. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was Josh Prohibition, yeah. and I texted you like I, I, I saw other people saying how much they liked it and everything, and he's this area legend and stuff. The Ohio it, legend, it's very Ohio, right? Very a little too. Which is fine. It's fine. A-W. great. Crowd loved it. I get it. You you booked to pop the people who paid paid tickets to watch you, uh, but I was I I didn't care. Yeah, I was never like a Josh Prohibition dude. Yeah. I remember, like, nor do I, my first exposure to him was on the bonus disc, the bonus DVD of the first Backyard Wrestling game. Okay. It was him versus uh, M-Dog 20. Right. Which was, like, the big rivalry. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I've seen Josh Prohibition. I just right. never, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, he, he came out the firestorm by Earth Crisis. Right. Well, because he comes from the era where, like, there was 20... Guys on indie wrestling whose gimmick was they were militant straight edge. Yeah. Militant. Let's go back to those days. Let's not. <laughs> um, but the, the match was still good. Prohibition looked fine. Uh, but Josh Bishop's a star. Uh, he should get signed. Yeah, and he murdered Broski's balls and threw him through a fucking door. He did. Which was great. Yeah. Um, all right. So, I well, final note on that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to try to watch more AIW. Uh, yeah. It's, this it's was on, a fun show. On I, IWTV, yeah. um, Jerry's Internet Wrestling Emporium. This is a promo code uh, and get nothing. Right. Uh, but check that out. There's I, there's got some more coming up from that this from this week. But cool. uh, they've had some good stuff going on. You can check out Beyond Every Week. Trisha Dora wrestled a robot tonight. That's amazing. So, uh, we'll next that. thing yes. I had from also from Friday night. Friday. Rampage. Rampage. So the first thing that I have uh, was um, Taz complaining about it being Black Friday. Mm-hmm. And Orange Cassidy comes out and somebody calls it Orange Friday. Yeah. And Taz says, that's gimmick infringement, bro. <laughs> God, I fucking love Taz so much. Yeah. Um, and then I thought the tag match with uh, OC and Wheeler yeah. against Cole and Fish. I thought it was fucking Yeah, I awesome. thought it was good. I thought it was really good. Uh, I don't care about Cole and Fish being together um, because I've seen it. Uh, yeah. I, I, you know, Adam Cole is one thing, and I, I don't know that he's, I mean, not that he has to, for, you know, because clearly people love him, uh, but it's, it's not, you're not doing anything different, and then putting him with Fish, I'm just like, eh. A lot of discourse this week I saw online about Adam Cole. I'm yeah. Like, people are like, what the fuck is he even doing in AEW? Oh, yeah. Which I think... You know, uh, him on Dynamite last night, coming out to the ring, do his entrance and get the pop was kind uh-huh. of like a, fuck you. Right. Like, that's what that was. Um, right. And, like, I, I like him. And he, you know, he has good matches and everything. But I don't need to see Undisputed Era rehashed. Uh, I don't need AEW to rehash anything from NXT. Uh, it's it's weird. 
but whatever. Uh, but the match was good. Yeah. Uh, Jericho loves Orange Cassidy. Well, of course. Uh, Double Dive from the Best Friends was real good. Uh, I thought it was a good match. Yeah. Uh, the next thing I have here, mm-hmm. uh, and if you have something before it, yeah. it's fine, was the uh, split promo before the main event. Oh, so I well, you, you like Riho versus Britt? Nah. No? Didn't care for it. Uh, I like the roll-up finish. Of course you did. Uh, three stars. Right. Uh, I thought it was actually pretty good for, especially last week, I was talking about how I don't, how Rio has no, like, weight to her moves because she's such a tiny person. Uh, I thought this was, this was pretty good. I think Rio is still a little too, Rio is still a little too cutesy for me. Just, she falls on that side of the Joshi that I don't really like. But I thought this was a, a decent match. Uh, but, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not pumped about, like, Rio getting a shot for the belt, but it's just, it, they're just biding time for Britt now until she gets into her Thunder Rosa or Jamie Heater program, yeah, whatever one the fuck the they're other. doing. So, yeah. Uh, but okay, go ahead. The the split promo oh, with, yes. with lifeless Mark Henry. Well, Mark Henry's saying, 2.0, you know, recently you've been out of control. Mm-hmm. And Mount Lee responding, you're damn right we're out of control. <laughs> that made me happy. Yeah. Uh, and then Eddie Kingston just talking shit back and saying, Daniel Garcia, you're too light <laughs> in the ass to mess with me. Uh-huh. That was hilarious. Yes. I have that note also. Uh, but Kingston Garcia was fucking awesome. Yeah. I enjoyed the shit uh, out of that. Eddie Kingston does this thing where, like, he gets me so in the moment uh, that every match I watch of his, I I have to actually sit and consider whether or not it's his best match. Like, that's just how good he is. Like, yeah. he just comes out, and he's consistent and great, uh, and Garcia's awesome. It felt like a fight. Yeah. It felt like an actual right. fight, which yes. I, most Eddie Kingston matches do. Right. Uh, a little weird with the Jericho stuff at the end. Well, not my last note I have here is uh, stay away from Eddie Kingston, Chris right. Jericho. Uh, I don't think they're gonna get intertwined. Maybe it looks like maybe they're doing it. Gonna, they're leaning towards an Eddie I, Jericho tag match. I think it's gonna be like uh, common enemies. Yeah, right. And then they're gonna put Kingston and Jericho together. Yeah, and it's gonna make me real sad. Yeah, I hope not long term though. Just yeah. to move them to Ugh. somewhere. But I just want to make Jericho stay away from my Edward, please. Right. Um. All right. Next thing I have, you can see, but you, but you can see Eddie's Eddie's spinning back fist versus the Judas effect would be a good. Oh God. They should do a match where the loser can't ever oh. do their finish again, and then Jericho loses, so he doesn't do the Judas effect ever again. God damn it! Uh, next thing I have mm-hmm. here. Was uh, from Saturday night. Saturday. New Japan Strong. In the park. So New Japan Strong. Must have um, been New Japan Pro. Jesus Christ. Um, you know, I heard on the radio today that song, uh, Saturday in the Park. Uh, you know, it must have been the 4th of July, that thing. Uh, that was written when the, the guy who sings that song uh, spent a Saturday in the park uh, at Central Park during at, on the 4th of July. Uh, I shit you not, uh, a radio person told me that. They were like, this song is about when he was in Central Park on the 4th of July. And I was like, no shit. Thank you, radio person, for yes. that shinfo. Yes. Uh, right, New Japan Strong. New Japan Sorry. Strong. Yes. Jonathan Gresham mm-hmm. versus, uh, is it Alex Coughlin? Alex, the returning. No, not the no. returning Alex Coughlin. That's no. the other guy. No, uh, Alex, Coughlin. Alex Coughlin. So what they've been running on strong, Alex Coughlin, he's like, uh, he's a young boy, mm-hmm. but he's been doing like his challenge series. He's right. just trying to challenge himself. Yes. Uh, I thought this was fucking awesome. I thought this was a, a technical show. Like if you want 10 minutes and you're into technical wrestling, mm-hmm. watch it. Absolutely. You're, you're, you'll be very happy. Yeah. And goddamn Gresham is yoked. Yep. Yeah. Gresham goes over, of course. Yeah. Because um, Coughlin's still a young boy. Yeah. You don't get the win. And then you have the uh, the the ten man tag schmoz with Team Filthy 
Yes. Against Darren Rosser. Fred Rosser. Fred Rosser. Well, there you go. Because they call him Darren Darren. Young. Right. Uh, Him and who else? Rocky uh, Rocky Romero. Uh, Rosser, Rocky Romero, Ren Narita, Carl Fredericks, and DKC. Does that make sense? That's terrible. I don't know. He's real black. Okay. I'm not a fan. And it was he's Tom doing, Lawler. Like, he's doing young boy work. Yeah. Uh, it was Tom Lawler, Danny Limelight, and the West Coast Wrecking Crew, and J.R. Kratos. And J.R. Kratos. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't really... It was just whatever. Right. Um, the most important thing out of this match is there's a new black tiger. Yeah. And, and it's know, Ricky Reyes. I was just going to say, man. Vanna Pitbulls, baby. Yeah. Let's get it fucking going. Right. If we get uh, Rocky versus Ricky Reyes as a, in the year 2022, right? As a like a Havana Pitbull showdown, uh-huh. I'm gonna lose my mind. Sure. Um, then you had the uh, face off with Gabriel Kidd and Jonathan Gresham, right? So apparently, from what I read, mm-hmm. Gabriel Kidd gave a very like impassioned promo about his like mental health, yeah, and his struggles that he's had this year because he got stuck in Japan. Well, yeah, and the one announcer, the one that used to be Aiden English, which I don't know his actual name now, mm-hmm. uh, like he's like saying, like he made the comments like, "Oh, you know, very like deep promo, like, mm-hmm. like deep, like what he said was very deep." And I'm like, "Oh, the way this is recorded, though, there's nothing deep here." No. So I went back and I I read somebody's like yeah. live account of the show, and they said he he talked for like five to ten minutes about oh, really? it. Yeah, wow. nice. Um, so I think that's pretty cool though. Him versus uh, Gresham, and they set up him versus Eddie coming up. Who uh, Gabriel Kidd? Yeah, did they? I saw that announced for a for a New Japan Strong show in like oh next okay. couple of weeks. Well, that, yeah, that works for me then. So, um, but he's been stuck in Japan since yeah, May of 2020 because crazy, of COVID. Dude. Nuts, Ugh. absolutely nuts. Um, next thing I have here is the team of Brody King, mm-hmm. Chris Dickinson, and Daniel Garcia. Yes, uh, aka Murder, Death, and Kill. Sure, because. They're sick. Yeah. That's a hell of a team. It is. Um, and Garcia was a sub in, I think. It was supposed to be I, somebody else. I wonder if it was supposed to be Deppin because they were doing Violence Unlimited. Yeah, probably. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. These tapings are from like over yeah. a month ago. Right. So it's kind of hard. Yeah, because Dickinson, this is pre-Dickinson injury. Yeah. So. Um, so Versus Stray Dog Army. No, it's just meh. Bateman and, yeah. Bateman and two other guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did like Brody King, like razor edging that one guy off yeah. like through like like over the top rope on everybody mm-hmm. i thought that was cool i like this like them all locking in submissions yeah and then pile drivers gonzo bomb yeah the finish that was, was cool the finish was really cool um that other team seemed like they had no heat on them at all like yeah Sherdog army right people were into violence unlimited though yeah they, sure. they like them a lot i know yeah brody's super over in philly so hey um in the main event i enjoyed tiger hattori being on commentary yeah for Eddie Kingston and John Moxley yes. against Minoru Suzuki and Lance Archer. Uh, Suzuki Goon and these two colliding in New Japan in a New Japan ring. Yes. Um, a plunder- rematch-ish from, from All yeah. Elite. Just yeah. big plunder brawl. Yeah. Uh, Eddie tossing a cinder block yep. at Lance Archer's head uh-huh. was fucking crazy when uh, they went outside into the loading dock. Right. Well, Archer also lawn, dots, lawn darts Mox yeah. into the production truck. Just crazy shit. Yeah. Um, and Suzuki's uh, work with the cane. Yeah. It's, there's some of them. There's this grossest shots I've ever he seen. He looks like a goddamn Jedi. Yeah. Um, right. He was like... Killing yeah. these motherfuckers. Uh, in the beginning of the match, the Eddie Suzuki chop battle just it gets me so pumped. Yeah. Seeing those uh, two square yeah. off makes me very right. happy. I know Eddie's more of like an all Japan guy. Yeah. But still, still like it oh, matter. it's so cool. Uh oh, I'll talk about that a little bit later, but it doesn't it that don't necessarily matter anymore. But um That's kind of true. Uh Mox throwing himself through the bell table. <laughs> yeah. Of course, because he's a maniac. a maniac. 
Uh, I like. I wonder how easy it was for that fan to get the sign to use my sign through that security. Yeah. yeah, with the <laughs> with the stop sign in the middle of it. Yeah. Uh, I thought the Archer bump through the door was really nice. Yep. Uh, yeah, like Archer, the shotgun dropkick. Archer's underrated, dude. Man, like he's not the most capable guy in the ring. Uh, but he's better than you think. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. we always say that G1 right. run from a couple of years ago. Man, he turned yeah. my opinion around. Him. Uh, and then Eddie taking the fall after the Archer. I don't know what Archer calls his finish. Everybody dies. Is that what he calls uh, it? The Archer bomb. I don't know. The bad sure. back tattoo driver. <laughs> um, yeah, well, that's that now. Uh, but yeah, I thought, you know, uh, it sucks in these matches that Eddie has to take the fall in them. <laughs> Well, because uh, Suzuki ain't, Mox ain't. Yeah. So that, neither of those uh, are taking the right. fall. And Eddie loses no. nothing from it. No, of course not. Um, but it was a really good, just uh, insane brawling madness. Uh, really fun. Yeah. A fun and match. This was Archer's last match before the match against Eddie, where he planted himself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow, it was that long? Yeah, because in the post match, that's yeah. where he gets in Eddie's face. He's like the Eliminator tournament. Right. Like, you know, see you this Friday. Yeah. Or so, oh. Yeah. So right. that, that was. I. I. Hey. I. We'll be happy once Archer's back in right. the ring. Yeah. So. Is that why he's been out of still his neck that yeah. long? That sucks, man. You gotta be careful, I man. like that dude. You gotta be careful. I know. That I shit, agree. You know? He's not... He, he ain't young. No. Uh, I, I saw people trying to, like, do... Like, I don't know what they're... If they're trying to take the piss out of him or shame him for his fucking Guitar Hero top hat gimmick in TNA. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, that shit, too. And he was just he like... Was Lance Oi. Right, but he just... He, like, retweeted it. Yeah. And he was like, everybody's got a pass, yep. bro. <laughs> like, you know... Yeah. Then when he so, went to WWE and he was a Vance Archer. Yes. Vance Archer. Ooh, excuse me. Um, uh, yeah. So, but that strong is a good, is a good little show. It's a show. fun watch. Yeah. It's a, they're normally not this long. This yeah. is like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Or no, it's like closer to two hours. Yeah. They're normally not long. They're normally about 45 minutes yeah. to an hour. That's so, cool. but yeah, I'll yeah, keep an I, eye. I'm, I'm going to keep watching it. Yeah. I'm, I'm way into it right yeah. now. So my friend. Yes. The next thing. Is this where we're going? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Saturday night. Yes, because my so Saturday I had my time. I had my timing. Oh God, <laughs> I had my timing wrong, and I, thought I did this, too. I thought this was starting at like four thirty, dude. Okay, the next one starts at four thirty. Okay, thank God. I'm because like, yes. when you because it was pretty late Saturday, and you texted right. me and you're like, "Hey man, Noah just started." I'm like, "Right." I thought it doesn't start for like another three hours. Right. <laughs> so did I. Right. I thought it was four thirty. It was one a.m. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, "I'm gonna watch a couple matches. I'll go to bed. I'll pick it up in the morning." Because sign up for Wrestling Universe. It's free. Everyone should fucking do it. Yeah. For right now, it's free till the new year. Um, I think you'll get another show or two out of them. I think. I, I, yeah, I, I think there's so. a show tomorrow there night, is. actually, or no, the fifth, whenever that is. That's couple couple nights, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like uh, so we watched Noah. Uh, yeah. Let's, and it was one a.m. Was Noah, the best, twenty twenty one. Yes. So we've been talking for a long time. Like, hey man, let's try to get back into Noah. Right. Like. You know, they've been getting a lot of, like, getting a lot of ground lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, getting Tata some more hype. There. Yeah. Well, goddamn right he is. Um, you know, honestly, seeing Ed Cody tweet about them, he's been right. on that train for Ed a while. Ed Cody's favorite so. wrestler, the great Muda. Yeah, slash Keji Muda. 1A, 1B. Absolutely. Now, though. Not like, yeah. No, he, right now. Right now. Like, his the favorite second. wrestler of all time is 2021 Keji Muda. Yeah, of course. Yeah. All right. So, um, I'm going to do my best here. Okay. I took, some, I took a lot of notes. Yeah. I watched, like... Up until, I don't know, maybe halfway of the show. Yeah. By that time, it was, like, super late. So, I'm like, I'm going to go to bed. Um, I thought that, too. Yeah. And then I woke up, and I was just like, I'm just going to watch the whole show again. So, I I ended up watching the whole thing. Uh, I was like, oh, one o'clock is going to be quick. I watched, like, half the show before I go to bed. I didn't know how long the shows were going to be. Yeah. Um, 
and uh how long was this like three hours three and, and a half ish yeah. like 315 maybe yeah um but i uh i like even well i'll talk about it in a bit when we get there but yeah I, let's talk about this show i took some notes just on yeah sort of who's who a little bit yeah uh and we'll you know so i didn't take any notes about the first match uh, Kenya Okada versus Fujimura. Yeah. Uh, good striking from Okada, but they're young boys, yeah, you know, younger guys. Uh, it was a fine match. Good yeah. strikes from Okada, but didn't, you yeah. know. So the next match, I didn't, I feel like I should have just like given you the match card and you could say what the match card sure. is and then I'll okay. comment. All right. Um, uh, so this is tag match. Seiki, Yoshioka, and Yuya Susumu versus Yohei and Kataro Suzuki. Yes, and Yohei and Kataro Suzuki, they're a part of, is it Peros del Mall? Los Mar- Peros del Mall de Japan. Yeah. Which is the evil dogs of Japan. I love They that. were young boys. They did their, their excursion to Mexico. Yeah. That's a Mexican, much like Los Ingernobles. Uh, uh, yeah. Los Ingernobles. Yes. Uh, it's, you know, they have both chapters. So sure. they, they're the straight, they're the evil dogs of Japan. Um. And uh, Kataro Suzuki uh, and Yohei go over. Yeah, uh, my big takeaway from this match was the sequences with uh, Yoshiaki, Yoshioka, Yoshioka, yeah, and Yohei. Yes, were fucking incredible. Yes, um, they Yoshioka runs about a million miles a minute. Yeah. And um, it was awesome. Yeah, he's my. St- I enjoy their. He's like my standout. Yeah. Of this show. Yeah. Um, it's not the best match of the show, but he was the dude that was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, this dude's fast. And, yeah. like, like the timing that he had with Yohei were, was insane because, like, they – there was no waiting around. And they were throwing kicks and sequences really fast. And their timing was perfect. There was no waiting. There was no, like, let's slow down for this other dude to get caught up. It was fast as fuck. Yeah. Uh, I was awesome. I was super, super fast, stiff kicks. I was really, yeah. really into – into yeah, that Yoshioka's yeah. fucking cool. yes absolutely um then they announced January 1st their January 1st show at the yeah. Nippon Budokan mm-hmm. uh the return of Kenta right uh IWGP US champion oh ma uh, his uh, I mean his home promotion um, it's absolutely his home promotion and uh you know legendary in that in that company that's uh, where he from a made different era. himself a star right <laughs> And he's coming back. And I think it's going to be real good. Yeah, and I think this furthers the New Japan Noah Worker right. relationship, which yep. is great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, in just a couple, like like a week well, after a week, that a is after Noah New Japan. So, yeah, so yeah. I wonder what he's going to do on this show. I'm sure he's going to be a dick to somebody. Got to be a dick to Marafuji. Yeah, probably. Fucking has to. Right. Oh, I hope so. If, you're, if, if it's not a long-term thing, you want to run anything back, you're going to run back Kent to Marafuji. Yeah, of course. That's what you're going to do, but we'll see. Um, the next thing that I have written down? Yes. If there's anything, you know. You can well, I have it. the whole card here, so. Okay. Well, all, right, all right. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it that so way. So, now we had a, a six-man tag uh, with Inamura, Masakita Mia, and Daiki Inaba versus Muhammad Yone, King yeah. Tani, and Akitoshi Saito. Funky Express. The Funky Express. <laughs> they fucking rule, man. They do rule. Uh, <laughs> these guys I've seen before, I, they're a bunch of old guys. So, Muhammad well, Akitoshi Yone, Saito has a goddamn char, bro. Right. He was a tag <laughs> champ. So he's, a, he's a Noah original. Uh, just, so is Yone. Well, uh, Saito might not be, but he held the tie. He was, he was second in command of Sternness, which was Akiyama's group. When we talk about the Noah matches we watched this week, yeah. I think it was, was it Kobashi Masawa? Mm-hmm. They 
like flip the camera to the back of the arena yeah. to focus on yeah. sight. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, he's been there forever. Yeah. Uh, you know, he comes in the two pack in the pack with Akiyama. They were tagged title people. They held the tag straps together. Yeah, tag uh, title people. Tag title people. <laughs> uh, he's been around a long, long time. Same thing. Muhammad Yone is a uh, a Noah original. Yep. Uh, and uh, this match, this was this was a young Haas versus old Haas tag match. Absolutely, uh, and the old hosses like to fuck. Right, <laughs> they do. It's true. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Saito was second in command and sturdiness. Huge deal back in the like when Noah first started. That's Akiyama's group. Um, if I don't get a Funky Express, where you get to Gucci crossover, right? Like January, it's they so, have to meet. Oh, I'm going to be right. real. They mad. have to meet. Uh, they all have afros. They do disco dances. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's and then they kick the shit out of people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this was just a fun Haas tag. Yeah. It's just a classic Japanese style Haas tag, and I liked it a lot. Absolutely. Especially see, starting to see some names I recognize. You know, because like I know Sato. Uh, he still does that little curl in front of his head. And, like, and then I, Yone. Like Badass's hair is all gray. Now. Yeah. <laughs> right. Awesome. Yeah. Um, but it was fun. Uh, I really I enjoyed this match. Uh, after that, we had the eight man tag, uh, which I did not put to write everybody down. I think I just wrote in capital letters here Congo. Yes, because their entrance was sick. Right. Let me see. I think I screen capped the. I did. Uh, we're looking at Yano Ohara Kodoji Daisuke Harada and Kiyomiya. Versus Neo, Aleha, Tadasuke, yeah. Hawa, and Manabu. And we have a history with Tadasuke. We do have a history with Tadasuke, uh, as as everyone should. Yeah. Tadasuke, former Young Lion. You're damn right. He won the, was it Young Lions Cup 9, I believe. He did, yeah. Um, he went on his excursion, did a lot in Chikara, and then came back like a year later and won the Young Lions Cup. Uh, the, the standout thing in this match for me is that, uh, uh, Hajima O'Hara, is that his name? Mm -hmm. Uh, did, uh, got a hot tag in this match and his hot tag offense was three tilt-a-whirl backbreakers in a row. (laughs) And I was like, this is awesome. He just stood in the middle of the ring and people ran him. He was like, tilt-a-whirl backbreaker, tilt-a-whirl backbreaker. Uh, and then the, the finish, uh, from Harada, with the, the German suplex was insanely nice. Yep, so nice. Uh, again, this is this is what this is what Japanese wrestling does that American wrestling can't, has never been able to figure out. Uh, AEW tries with some of the Dark Order stuff. They do. Um, but like, if if your wrestlers don't have a like top three program going on, they just jam everybody together no. in one match, and within that match, they can you can work out your angles. New Japan does this all the time. You know, that you work out, you just have a little sequence in the match that works your angle out that, or you, furthers it. You, you build their angles through the match right, itself. Right. And, and you can build multiple angles and in the match. It's easier because everyone in Japanese promotions, I don't I can't speak for all Japan because I don't, I'm not up to date on that, but Noah has it, New Japan has it. Everybody's in some sort of stable and has a group affiliation, uh, whether loose or otherwise. So then they're always like, people against each other and that's sort of groups feuding or people feuding within groups yeah. and you can just work those out you know like Suzuki Goon does that all the time Absolutely. in New Japan uh, and that's just a cool thing like you get these matches but they matter like they don't feel like a throwaway eight man tag just to get somebody a pay-per-view paycheck yeah. they matter yes, they so do. this was this was cool and a lot of fun and I really liked uh, Aleha 
uh, the masked gentleman mm-hmm. who worked as the Japanese panther in Mexico. Okay. I think uh, I, for, I forget her name. There's a Twitter that you can follow that it broke everything down. He's like the newest member of Noah, uh, but it was really good. I, I enjoyed the, I enjoyed this yeah, match a lot. It was fun. Yeah, absolutely. After that, uh, uh, some uh, some very uh, recognizable faces. Yes, sir. And then we have Ogawa uh, and Hayata of that, Stinger. That fucking fossil Ogawa. Uh, versus uh, Rongai Nosawa and and uh, Aita. Uh-huh. So some interesting things. Ogawa, you'll know him from his Zebra Tights. Uh, yeah. GSC tag title champion with, with Misawa. A Noah original. Yep. Um, one of the only dudes to... He's been wrestling since like 1988 or 89. He's like He's wrestled forever. He's the trainer at Noah. He's the dude that sort of trains everybody. Uh, he's old as fuck. A lot of people don't like him. <laughs> no, they, they really don't. <laughs> I like him just fine. Uh, Nosawa, though, uh-huh. is an interesting human being. Sure is. Because he's Black Tiger number seven. <laughs> he was a uh, Juggalo Championship Wrestling Champion. You're damn right. The most important title he's ever held. Uh, second most important title. He dated Io Shirai. God damn. He founded Tokyo Garentai, okay. both the stable and the promote, the short-lived promotion. Uh, and he is currently the head booker of Noah. Wow. Holy <laughs> shit. That's a lot of hats. Yes. All right, Nasawa. Uh he has the noticeable face paint. Right. Everybody sort of recognizes him. He's been around. Um, I don't have any real notes on this match. Uh, I think no, so <laughs> it reminds me because Nosawa was the one that were CM Punk and Samoa Joe talk about on their night out on the town after yeah. the one PWG show where Nosawa was like, Can please somebody give me a ride to LAX. And Punk's like, man, he has a stick. I don't know. And then like periodically throughout the night, he just disappeared and everybody would just go, where the fuck is Nosawa? Yeah. <laughs> and then they go, they got a call a couple days later, he's back in Japan, and they're like, how the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have any notes about this match. Uh, it was good. Uh, it wasn't that good. Eh, that was fine. <laughs> I, I, I would say, I don't think there's a bad match on this card. Eh, I don't yeah? know. Yeah. You don't like this, this one? Nah, uh-huh. I mean... Ogawa never really did anything for me because well, he's he's kind of bland. Yeah. but he, he he's very good at it, at, it was, at doing the wrestling moves, but that's about it. Yeah, he's one like, of those guys. Uh, it coming to the uh, the countout finish. Yeah, where the title changed hands. I kind of wasn't expecting that, right. but I was like, oh shit, that's right. Yeah, Japanese rules, baby. Mm-hmm. It does change hands on the countout still. Yes. Um, it was okay. So I don't have any notes for these last two. So at this point, uh, I was I was watching this straight through, and I was like. All right, I'm getting tired. It's like three in the morning. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get ready and go to bed. I'm gonna watch the stuff on my iPad, laying in bed. And I fall asleep. I'll fall asleep. I'll pick it up. But the next day. But the next match is Kejimudo, <laughs> Marafuji, oh. and Masato Tanaka. M's Alliance versus Fujita, <laughs> Sakuraba. And Segura. Dude, when I like when this popped up and they're like, oh, co-made event. Yeah. And like the match graphic popped up. I think I audibly just said, holy fuck. Right. So this is this I think the the average age in this match is 97. Dude, Marufuji's the youngest one yes. and he's 42. Right. Uh Segura's in his 50s, Sakuraba, Fujita's an old Fujita was a former he- uh, pride fighter, yeah. K1 fighter, and I, IWGP, IWGP champ. champ. He was Noki's like golden boy. Right. Uh, uh, Fujita, uh, 
I don't know if he beat Fedor, but he knocked Fedor down in a in a fight very famously. Yeah, he probably knocked him down because he didn't beat. Yeah, him. um, but he like rocked. He's like one of the first guys to rock Fedor when Fedor was in his prime. Uh, you'll know him. He's just a yeah. bald, mean-looking motherfucker. Yeah, the the uh, the crown jewel of Anokiaism. Yes, but uh, yeah, I, uh, I'll talk about <laughs> that too. I I did a lot of research this week about the different styles of wrestling because okay. I, I did want to talk a little bit when we get to Noah at the very end. Okay. Sort of about what different things mean and like whatnot. Kings Road versus... Yeah, okay. right. All that all sort right. of stuff. But uh, but this match, you know, uh, it's just fun to see everybody yeah, do their shit. Yeah, that's, that's the way I look at it. Yeah. I look at it and I go, okay, this is fun. Right. That's uh, fun. Right. I think uh, Tanaka is is pretty ageless. And Muda, Muda's fine. Catching up to him. But he's fine. You, tread you, you know he you is. Tread you, you could you, listen. Man, he did the handspring elbow in that one match months ago. And right. He couldn't do it. He just yelled "motherfucker." Right. He said "motherfucker" <laughs> in this match too. Yeah, I love um, Old Man Muda. Right. But like uh, Segura is also relatively ageless. He doesn't look ageless, but no. he's still a shit kicker. Sure. Uh, and it's fun to see Saku because Saku, like, it's fun to see Sakuraba do the double stomp in a yeah. wrestling match as opposed to when he would do it to the Gracies yeah, for real. Yeah, he just murder every um, Gracie. But Saku is like. One of the best yeah. legit mixed martial artists ever. This was my fun old man match. Yeah, this right. is what I wanted. Right. It's like the Noah dads. Right. This is like this is this is the co-main event because it'll bring people like us yeah. back into it too. Because we reckon we this match makes us feel at home because yeah. we know these guys. And they did announce um this week, uh January first show. Mm-hmm. So Shigura is the zero one champion. Yes. So it's gonna be him versus Tanaka yeah. at the January first show for the zero one title. Right. Oh, I think I think I think he has two titles, right? Not sure. I think he I think he also has the the GHC National, right? No, no. GHC oh no, that was in the main event. Yeah. So you had something, but anyway, yes, he's the yeah. And Mudo and Marafuji are the tag, tag champs. champs, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the main event. Let's. Uh, I got no notes on it. I don't even have it written down here, but okay. let's talk about it. So the main event was uh, the GHC Heavyweight Champion. Katsuhiko Nakajima yes. going up against the GHC national champion, Kanoa. Right. Uh, they're both, title versus title. Yeah, title versus title. Winner gets them both. Yeah, winner, you know, you're going to main event the Nippon Budokan show January 1st. Yes. Um, both members of Stinger. Or right. no, no. Both no. members of Congo. Congo. Yes. Um, this fucking match. Yeah. This fucking fight. So I was exhausted. So at, by the time this match started, it was around quarter after three our time. Uh, I'm laying in bed trying to fall asleep. I'm, and then, I'm fast asleep right. by now. And then <laughs> I was like, well, I'll just I'll pick it up in the morning. And and this match picked up. Uh, oh, started like mad. Uh, and it just I, I watched the whole thing. Uh, ended up watching the entire Noah show front to back. I don't know how you didn't wake up, Michelle. Uh, I was I was on my very good behavior. Okay, because <laughs> uh, this match fucks. Yeah, uh, that's the perfect description. This, this match fucks. I don't know, and I'm very. I was very excited to talk about this, and I was very excited when you finally got it, got yeah. to watch it, like the next day or day after, whatever it yeah. was. Um, because I'm not sure I've seen a match like this one before. Um, I, there's there's the the pace that and that that's what my, and my the, point was going to be the pace. and the amount. And believability of the striking. So this, I mean, there's, uh, we'll get it right out of the way. It goes an hour Broadway. It's an hour Broadway. Uh, hour draw. Title, they were, they keep their titles. Uh, and it's not, it wasn't even one of those like, 
uh, the guy gets the pin, but it only no. gets the two as the thing. Like, they weren't even close to being nope. done with each other yet. No. And I don't know how. Uh, these two dudes kept uh, pay, and I don't have the history of it. I know a lot of people talking about the, these two have been building to this kind of match and all that sort of stuff for well, a long time. So, and th- so a couple months ago, so Noah yeah. runs the N one tournament. Yes, this was the finals of yeah. the N one. Okay. okay, so they cool. ran this right. Back. So, uh, but yeah, the the pace, the the strikes, like I've seen, everyone's seen hard strikes in 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 wrestling. Uh, more on that later. But like you know, punches and kicks and whatever. These this is this is believable martial arts style style strikes. Yeah. Uh, some really good big time cool wrestling moves and sequences. Dude. But just yeah. kicking the shit out of each other. It, it was just uh gross. And to see two guys go at the pace they did for an hour, uh, and legit paintbrush each other for. I don't know a half an hour like in this in this match. So I don't is think brutal. I've seen like a full Nakajima match. Yeah, I think it was Eddie Edwards that beat him for the GHC title back okay. in seventeen. I wow. think it was. Okay. So it's been a long time. Yeah. Um, I forgot how much I like Nakajima. Yeah, he's fucking awesome. This, I mean, this is easily going to be my match of the year. Uh, got me so pumped, so excited for wrestling. Yeah. Uh. Locked me in fully on Noah. Yeah, I think this uh, both locked us in. We're, I'm locked we're both in. Back. Um, you know, New Japan. Uh, I'm going to keep my ear to the pulse. Uh, I'm excited they're crossing over. We'll see what's going on. Um, but like this, just this whole show, but particularly this main event, just felt refreshing. Well, and, and I think a big thing is it's because it's faces that you're not familiar with right, anymore. Exactly. You know? Or guys, it's some guys I remember because I I did sure. at the very beginning of Noah. I was I was into wrestling. I was into tape trading, so I saw some of that stuff. Uh, the All Japan is my favorite era, so like those are my guys. Um, and it was cool to come back and see some of those faces, uh, and just this main event. It's it's unreal. Um, I I can't even describe it beyond that. I know, uh, I would say like, hey, if you got a spare hour, yeah, seek this out. Right. I, I'm not a dude uh, that likes hour long matches. Uh, I was on like edge of my seat yeah, the whole time. Right, man. it's fucking great. They just beat the holy fuck out right. of each other. It's gnarly. Kanoa when he hit that double stomp to the outside. Yeah. Oh my right. god! And it's After not he hit like the dragon screw off the apron. Right. I noticed like so. I had literally one problem with the match. Okay. And it's nothing that they did. Mm-hmm. Fuck, fuck, fuck! Do I wish that this was in front of like a normal crowd are they still crowd limited is that why it's um it's i don't think it's so much limit yeah i think it's they still can't vocalize yeah because this match they started vocalizing a little bit like the oohs and the ahs it wasn't a very big crowd i don't know i don't know what noah draws i think the crowd i saw was about 920 okay which you know Hey. It's okay. Yeah. Um, I saw that they put out their goal. They'd like to have 5,000 at Nippon Budokan January right. 1st. Hey, yeah. shoot for the stars, brothers. Right. Um, but it, especially watching the Noah matches that we watched mm-hmm. this week, um, man, I'm yearning for like a crowd. Right. Yeah. I'm just yearning for it. Yeah. Because uh, there's, all three matches that we watched, mm-hmm. you could just Feel the crowd through the my right. television. Yeah, like, for sure. It just it added so much yeah. more. Yeah, uh, and I, could you imagine a crowd for this match? Right. I mean this oh. this, this match was nuts. Uh, yeah, I just I, just watch it. Uh, sign up for Wrestle Universe. It's free at the end of the year. They have a bunch of stuff. I think I look. They go back to like 2017 on their the yeah. stuff you can stream on there. 
Uh, they have a couple other shows coming up, including one called Man Crush. I know. Um, well, because yeah. uh, when the smash goes to a draw, right. the uh, lights go out and they come back on and you get the green lights and uh, fucking Go Shiozaki is back. He's back. The man he's who here. lost the belt to, to Mudo. Yep, the challenge Nakajima. his shoulders were gone. Yep, so it's going to be him Nakajima January 1st. Yes. Axes collides, yes. brother. Uh, former tag champs. Yeah. Go, just go watch this match. Uh, watch this whole show. I love this whole show. Uh, I know that probably the the Ogawa match wasn't isn't gonna to me that's the only blow like, your brains nah. out, but uh, but it wasn't anything offensive. Right. But it's just like nah. Uh, but I really I enjoyed this show. Uh, I felt like reinvigorated, like it's like New Japan for what it was. I really enjoyed New Japan. You're not getting anything special out of them, and maybe it's the newness, maybe it's whatever it is. I think, yeah, I um, think that's probably what it is. Shiny new toy, right? But uh, man, I loved it, so I'm locked in. So sign up, watch at least watch yeah. this, watch this hour longer. Uh, it's great, it's so cool, actually incredible. Uh, and commentary was okay. They do English commentary. I like the com- I like Commentary's the good. Commentary was good. Uh, I like that in the matches they pop up the stat card uh-huh. for everybody, and it's not all in English, but there's so enough for like you to get what's going on. And, right? Yeah, it's cool. All their stats, and then a picture with the name. Yeah. Uh, the graphics come up on the TV. Commentary yep. did a good job of explaining people and tell, talking about where they are and their stories and all that sort of stuff. You know what gave so. me like super nostalgia uh, when they showed the video, like the past history of the champions, yeah. the GHG champs, that mm-hmm. theme. Yeah, I was like, oh man, I feel warm right. again. <laughs> um, but yeah, Noah. I'm super excited to to watch more Noah. Uh, the I next show too. does start at like four thirty in the morning our time. That may be a next day. Uh, yeah, that'll be a next day or for me. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, I really, I agree though. I'm, I'm I really dug uh, Noah. If you're listening, uh, I'm open to offers. To Noah, become, if you're listening, uh, I, to, I'm I'm open to offers to uh, convince Brett to make this the uh, official uh, American Noah podcast. Uh, make me some offers. Get get on the horn, yo, uh, Nosawa. Call me up. Somebody, give me on. Give, Give me a phone call if you want. If you want to take our fan base and turn it into the the most loyal oh, yeah. uh, American Legion of Noah fans, uh, I will happily make this show the official <laughs> U.S. the, the, no, the, the, the Noah the, the official English language Noah podcast. There you go. Um, but uh, yeah, this was a really great show. I can't. I, agree, I, I, I can't praise it enough. I'm super excited for. Yeah, Noah. I'm all about watching more Noah. For yes. Sure. Um, now, you watched a bunch of fucking wrestling that I, I did. didn't. Okay, this is the part of the show where I explain to you what happened on NXT. Yeah. But before that... And I don't believe you. Before that, I watched the last two matches from H2O's last November. Mm-hmm. On IWTV. Was that... The main event was Tremont Ricky Champage. Yes. Okay. Did you watch this at all? No. Okay. So the, the co-main event of this, the one match, one down from the card... Was Lucky Thirteen versus Atticus Kogar? Uh, Did Lucky Thirteen won a belt or something? Yes. So it's the it was the the Danny Havoc hardcore oh, title. That's cool. Uh, congratulations, Lucky Thirteen, for making the Botchmania uh, this week. Did you see that? No. Uh, somebody sent the clip from the LVAC show where he gets knocked off the apron when he wasn't paying attention when the guy does the bounces off the ropes and he really? gets shot. Out. Yeah, somebody sent the Botchmania. So everybody's been tweeting about that, uh, including great. Dan Champion. So congratulations there. Uh, Lucky 13 versus Atticus Kogar. Uh, Atticus Kogar 440. Uh, Kogar fucking bleeds in this match. Uh, and so at the H2O like arena, they have they have a couple banners up in the rafters. Danny Havoc is one of them. Cool. Uh, Lucky uh, was really good friends, best friends even with, with Danny Havoc. So 
Uh, the reason why I watched, ended up watching the show is because I saw that Lucky wins the belt and he cries. And the there's a point in the match where Kogar rips down the banner and is trying to destroy it. Ooh. And like Lucky gets real pissed. And, you know, it's really good storytelling. But at the end, Lucky wins the belt. He grabs the banner. He hugs it. He cries. Cool. Uh, I think Danny Havoc's like wife or girlfriend comes out into the ring to congratulate him. Like, yeah, it's well, a big deal. Danny Havoc, that mox was real close to Danny. Yeah. Too. It's a big deal. You know, Lucky has been around for a long time. Uh, and, uh, you know, he can, you know, he can do a lot of different things in different styles in the ring. Uh, the match is good. The crowd gets hot when Koga rips down the banner. Like, oh, sure. they fucking hate that dude and that group. Uh, there was a, a cool thing. So, Lucky, uh, the finish is, like, Lucky's getting the shit kicked out of him a little bit. It looks dire straits. Uh, Koger puts him in his finish. Uh, and Lucky kicks out of it at one. Immediately rolls up Fighting Spirit. Hits him with the the package pile driver and wins. Nice. Uh, he hugs the banner. It was just a good moment. It was a sure. good match. Just you got the skewers, you got all that kind of shit. Uh, and Kogar bled. Main event: Tremont versus RSP. Uh, a year in the making. Supposedly RSP's last death match. Well, so RSP, I remember a couple months ago, was like, "I'm not doing any more death matches." Well, right, and Tremont was retired. Yeah, now Tremont's wrestling matches again. He's back completely. Uh, so. Uh, this was like a lumberjack match. It was bar- rope, barbed wire ropes and a lumberjack match oh uh, with 440 on one side and everybody else on the other. Sure. Uh, the match is fine. It's what you get from these guys, you know. Uh, you know, Tremont, Tremont's all bandaged up and like people were talking about like how crispy his skin was from that burn. Uh, the lumberjack stuff was super clunky. Just a lot of guys waiting around, like not knowing what to do. Sure. Uh, at one point, Tremont grabbed a bucket of glass and dumped it. In, it was all broken, crushed up glass and dumped it in the ring. And they did bumps onto that. Oh, wonderful. Uh, RSP took 17 light tubes in a row. Uh, he was just in the middle of the ring and Tremont just one after another. Hits him with the light tubes. That's a little. little. Uh, then I'm, he, I'm a ghoul, but that's right. a little much. Then he takes a Samoan drop onto a bundle. A full bundle of light tubes. uh, And then a DVD onto an entire case. Two dozen for the win. uh, Which is wild violence. Tremont wins. He's the champ again or whatever it is. I vacated the belt immediately. Did he? Yeah. Okay. That's funny. Um, I think there's just a send-off for RSP. I know Tremont's wrestling again, so I guess he's out of retirement. I don't know. Oh, Tremont. Uh, whatever. But it was, you know, I was in the mood for some of this shit, and I, I liked the last two. I didn't watch the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, I mean, if people see it, tweeting about it, I'm going to give it a watch. Sure. So I did. Uh, then I watched AEW Dark Elevation. Did you watch any of this? So I No, sir. All right. So no Tony Schiavone. Uh, I'm, I watched this in Dark for the Eddie Kingston content. Uh, the first thing the show comes up, they announce that Shivani's not going to be there, and it's Eddie and uh, Excalibur. Uh, and uh, the first thing Eddie says, because Excalibur's filling in for Shivani, and the first thing Eddie says is, "Man, I miss Shivani." Uh, <laughs> and then uh, the first match is Diamante, the Bunny, Nyla, and Emmy Sakura versus Julia Hart, Sky Blue, Layla Hirsch, and Rio Mizunami. Uh, I, I, I've liked the, what they've been doing with these the last bunch of weeks. This is probably the weakest one, but I like Ryo Mizunami a lot. Uh, so this is all for Eddie. Uh, Eddie compares the bunny to Mr. Wrestling 2, which is hilarious. Oh, my God. Uh, Emi Sakura did like a forced sunset flip move, which was really cool, into a submission where like she hits the one girl in the gut and she keels over and then she Irish whips the other girl into her and then they do like the a sunset flip kind of thing. That was cool. Uh, Eddie call, Eddie buries the bunny and calls her the worst. 
Uh, Excalibur, Lulu Pencil's Ain't wrong, brother. Lulu Pencil's not there with with Emi Sakura, Aww. and uh, Excalibur said that she returned to uh, her home planet. <laughs> um, God bless you, Lulu. They're Pencil. just they're just indie show schmazes. It's yeah. you know they just they get all their shit in. There's a sequence where they all do their moves. Sony wins. Sure. Whatever. They're a lot of fun. Uh, then we got uh, Alice Crowley versus and uh, not Misha but Missa Tate. <laughs> Uh, Wait, who? Misa Tate. But who's the other one? Uh, Alice Crowley. Who the fuck is that? I don't know. Uh, versus uh, Tejai, Tejai, Tejai. Oh, I thought it was like a versus match. No, no, no. no the that, they're the tag team. Uh, that was a squish. Uh, then we got Santana and Ortiz versus Braden Lee and Isaiah, Isaiah Moore. Uh, Eddie says on commentary when they introduce Isaiah Moore, says, why settle for less when you can have Isaiah Moore? God bless you. Eddie. And then he said... Uh, just got you a shirt, brother. <laughs> uh, and then Eddie Excalibur says he now owes you a royalty. And Eddie says, so do Santana and Ortiz. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. In the words of him from a famous uh, promo we cut in uh, England before the pandemic, those motherfuckers owe me 10%. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I think I, I, this is, again, it's a, it's a pretty basic match. It's a showcase for Santana, Santana and Ortiz. I think they might be the best tag team in AEW. Yeah. I'm just going to put that out there if anybody doesn't believe that. Yeah. Uh, then we got Tony Nese versus Ice Pick Vic Capri. Uh, big Chicago area indie guy, apparently. Uh, Fucking hell. And somebody talk, somebody in the match talked about a GED. And uh, Eddie Kings was like, I got nothing wrong with that. I got my GET. GED. It stands for a good enough diploma. God bless you, Eddie. Uh, and then Eddie leaves commentary, and this is where the show takes a hit. Uh, we got uh, the HFO versus the Dark Order, uh, where I asked myself, does Matt Hardy have a no-lose policy in his contract? He pins Alan Angels clean in the ring, which is, this oh, is going God. into the match, Alan Angel versus Dragon. You didn't think they'd want to prop him up at all, uh, but whatever. Uh, and then uh, we got a match that I did not watch, but we'll joke about uh, the Acclaimed and the Chaos, Chaos Project versus the Varsity Blondes and the Beaver Boys. I couldn't bring it myself to do this uh, just for, for the Beaver Boys. Uh, but the Chiron did say that the Chaos Project are 3-20 in 2021. <laughs> so good for them. Hell yeah. Uh, then I watched the next day, AEW Dark. Uh, this was even worse. Uh, no Eddie on commentary. Well, yeah, Eddie doesn't do commentary right. on this. Right. Uh, this was a bad... Taz and Yeah. The, no, no fun Taz stuff, really, that I caught. I did see Taz laughing when Julia Hart got Michidoku drivered. Right. <laughs> he gave um, him a lot. But uh, not, yeah, not great. Uh, some stuff, but I, I think I'm going to lay off the dark and elevation for a bit, because okay. Taz's, Taz's bits weren't really on point this week. So we'll see. Taz is always on but, point. But uh, we got... Uh, As I will talk about later. Gu- Gus LaVega and Brandon Gore versus Santana Ortiz. Uh, Justin Roberts rolls his R's so over-exaggerated that uh, Taz and Excalibur bury him on Good. commentary for Good. it. Uh, this is a squash. Then we got Rio Mizunami versus Danny Jordan. Uh, we used to see Danny Jordan a bit. I she remember has the, her, she has the yeah. Mean Girls Burn book yeah. thing. Uh, and, uh, she's still doing that dumb gimmick and she shows the first page of it to Ryo Mizunami and Ryo, Ryo Mizunami's on the first page. Uh, and Taz says he wants a burn book. Uh, but <laughs> I thought he said Taz was a good, what are you no, talking about? No, he was about? good, but it he wasn't as gold. good. Uh, hold on. He wants a burn book, uh, but every page will be Bryce Remsburg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was also a squash. He's the best. Uh, then we got Michael Martinez versus Big Butch. Uh, so it's cool to see Butch and they're filming this in their Orlando place. 
Uh, Marti- so this is Taz. Taz says, uh, Martina is a big dude. He's 6'4 or 6'5. You know, an inch or two shorter than me. Si- Come on. Yeah. You're I'm fucking underselling Taz. He was good, but he, it wasn't his. This was. So he's, this, the, he's the best. This was an hour and a half dark that I sat through. Well, it's an hour and a half of Taz. Uh, then we got Ray Jazz versus Infinito. Infinito. What the fuck? Uh, you didn't see anything about Inf- In- Infinito, Infinito, whatever. Wow. Uh, he's a luchador with the infinity symbol. Uh, it's Danielson. Is it really? It is. Yes. What the? Uh, it's fuck? only speculation at this point. It's definitely Danielson. It's his first. This was his first match. Uh, his finish was the infinite airplane spin, okay, where he where he did at least two dozen spins and then drops the guy and schoolboys him. <laughs> I fucking love. Uh, everyone's saying it's Danielson. He hit everything really well until there was a part where he put the guy in the corner and ran corner to corner. And like you can fake your walk, you can fake some of your stuff. You ain't faking the way you run. Uh, yeah, it's right. Danielson. That's so cool. Uh, then we got Ethan Page versus Fuego. I skipped a bunch of stuff because I just wasn't watching it. But Ethan Page versus Fuego Del Sol. Uh, this was a perfectly good WCW Saturday night match. Nothing wrong with uh, that. Back and forth. Good stuff. Enjoyed it. And then the main event was Adam Cole uh, versus Anthony Green. Uh, the Green did some cool stuff in this match. Uh, of course, Cole wins. Uh, the highlight of this match, though, and again, there was a lot of Taz before this where he didn't say anything funny. Uh, Taz spends this spends this entire he spends this entire match burying Bryce Ramsberg, <laughs> who was not even the referee for this match. <laughs> so, uh, Team Taz, even, even Taz is like he's not even this match. I'm gonna bury him. Uh, so that was the thing. Uh, and then uh, continuing the things you did not watch, I watched uh, NXT oh, 2.0. Uh, leading into War Games, this is the go home show for War Games. Well, that's that's good. Uh, I will not be watching War Games. I'm not even going to put. I'll see anything important that happens when I fast forward the NXT. If I'm the not week doing after. anything Sunday night. Maybe I'll throw it on just okay. to watch the War Games matches. Yeah. I like War Games. Granted, this isn't There's normal. Nobody, this isn't right. normal War no. Games, but uh, so the opening match. Speaking of War Games, is uh, Kaylee Ray versus Twitchy Dakota Kai. For, in a ladder match for who gets the the advantage at War yeah. Games. Oh, I saw as well. Uh, Beth Phoenix said this is her last NXT show. Beth Phoenix? Yeah. Oh, yeah? On Sunday. War Games and then she's she's done. Like, and the company all together? Uh, I don't know about company all together. Just but commentary? Yeah, she's done with it. Hmm. She, doesn't, she okay. just wants to see her kids more. Okay, so I get it. Makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah. Uh, this match was very good. Uh, I don't like Twitchy Dakota Kai, but it was good. Yeah, not a fan. Uh, the finish was, was seemed a little botched, uneventful. Uh, like, so there's, uh, Dakota's hanging upside down. She gets, she climbs the ladder and gets hit and she falls backwards, but her feet under hook. Mm. And so she's hanging upside down. Okay. Uh, and like Ky- Kaylee Ray, like, I think stalled a little too much and went over and like hit Dakota to try and make it look like she's not going to wake back up. And when she did that, Dakota slid out, her feet got unhooked and she slid. And then she just kind of had to look around like, uh Oh, uh, so, yeah. uh, so yeah, that was the thing. Uh, then we got Grimes versus Andre Chase. Uh, leading into the the Grimes hair versus hair match against Duke Hudson at, oh, at War Games. Oh goody! Uh, so I I still I like watching Grimes work. He beats the shit out of Andre Chase. He hits the cave in. Uh, Grimes is now shaving everything but his chest. So they they're now making him like shave his belly and like all that and like look no hair baby look clean cut like you know the beard short the hair like he looks handsome as shit but they're truly sure. clearly trying to change his gimmick. Uh, Duke Hudson shows up and does a slideshow of what Grimes will look like with different hairstyles. 
Uh, the crowd hates oh it God. and is booing the entire segment post-match. Oh, good. That, right. That's good. <laughs> uh, MSK make their road trip. They finally get to the place to see who the, sh- who the shaman is, the shaman, yeah. if you will. Uh, the door opens and they cut to not show you. So I don't know if they're going to reveal it at War Games, I guess. Oh, okay. Uh, then we got Solo Sokoa versus Idris Inofe. Uh, which one is Solo Sokoa is the Uso. Okay. Uh, which I thought this was going to be a squash. I thought this was going to be a squash match for Solo, but it it turned out not, which I thought was weird. Uh, He's having a hard time against a guy who who's debuting on NXT. Um, Robert Stone comes out to like scout them and they call him on commentary. Oh my God, that's the power broker, Robert Stone. (laughs) Oh Jesus. Like how he's like at this point, if you're, if you, if you're in the WWE and you get paired with Robert Stone, just ask for your release because it's coming anyway. <clears throat> just what it is. The power broker. Yeah, the power broker. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Excuse me there. Uh, and then Evil Evil Boa comes out post-match evil uh, Boa. with his face all painted up. He's You know that thing that they used uh-huh, to put? He's got yeah. that on his face now. Yep. He gets chased off. Uh, and then I didn't watch anything else. Uh, Strowman, or Strowman. <laughs> Braun Breaker wins the 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 match at the end. Well, I, for, saw him do, I saw him bust out a Frankenstein. Yeah, he did a really nice Frankensteiner. Uh, but so they they did that. He wins for the advantage for his team in war games. Uh, I didn't watch the match. Whatever I know, they call him the big the whatever. Yeah, didn't Gargano call him the big bad booty nephew? Yeah, something like that. God. Yeah, fucking dude, fucking you better dumb. come out Sunday and then just be like, hey, it's Braun Steiner. Right. Right. All right. Ugh. That was it for NXT. Did you watch anything? Uh, I did, but not until after Dynamite. Okay, because I did watch Dynamite. Let's talk Dynamite. Um. First things first, Brian Danielson is a god. Yes. Uh, him beating the shit out of Alan Angels mm-hmm. was very fun. I thought Angels looked good here, yeah, though. Yeah, he definitely did for the hometown crowd. They definitely liked that, dude, because they let him wrestle Omega a couple yeah, times. He's not bad. He's no. only 23. Oh, really? Which shocked me when wow, I he said looks, that. Wow, he looks... Man, that's, that's, that's a bald. hard 23 years. He's bald. Yeah. That, that does it. Uh, but yeah, they love that dude. I thought he looked good. Uh, I wish this was going on beyond, like, two weeks. I think they're, yeah, they're two doing weeks silver and then... And the, then winners coming. Danielson Page. It's gonna right. Go on it's longer. Danielson versus the Wang Man. Yeah. Oh, um. But uh, it, it has to go on. Longer. Yeah. I I wish there was just. I wish he had to beat every member of yeah. Dark Order first. Not even have to beat them, but wants to. Beat right. Them. But wants <laughs> to beat them. Right. So we'll see. But uh. But yeah. Uh. This was a good match. Yeah, and dragons. Dragon continues to be on a whole other level. It, it's so refreshing yeah, to see. For sure. Yeah. But yeah. Him and Silver next week. Yes. Yeah, we good. Meat Man comes cool. out at the end of the match. Uh, he's like, I want him now. And he goes out and of course he doesn't want any of the meat, man. Uh, you said you're pathetic. So, right. I think it's gonna be a really good match though. Silver can That's work. That's going to be awesome. Silver can I work. Agree. So, um, I enjoyed now that, uh, Miro is stuck in purgatory. Yes. That was cool. Right. Where he blamed God for disconnecting his head from his heart via his bad <laughs> neck. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, they're so good. Yeah. Like it's, it's, I'm so happy they corrected course with them. Yes. Uh, next thing I have here is, uh, and I'm sure you do as well, mm-hmm. uh, CM Punk versus Lee Moriarty. Yep. So I thought this was kind of cool that they announced this. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of like weird chatter on Twitter, of course. People were like, really, you're going to waste fucking CM Punk on Lee Moriarty? Uh, and then Punk responded back, like, uh, oh, would you like me to ta- like tag with MJF to see if we can coexist? Right. You know, yeah. shot at the E. Right. Um, I thought the match... Crowd wise, they got into it by the end of mm-hmm. it. They don't know yeah. Lee Moriarty, right? And right. it's tough. 
on. Uh, you I know? think I think that by the not end of, every right. city is going to be yeah keen to the Indies. I, I think by the end of this match, it, it it's it's a bit of a coming out party for Moriarty. I thought he looked great. I thought he held his own. Yeah, we all know he's not going to win. Uh, but there was a couple moments where he looked really good, where, where like it looked like he could. Yeah, Punk gave him uh, a lot. Right, Punk he gave him a ton. Him like, a I, I, I would give Punk credit. Like He's given these young guys yeah, a, a like, lot. Like hit, let Moriarty hit the Pepsi twist right. on him I thought was right. cool. Because Moriarty talked about it. He's like, yeah, he's like, I, I idolize CM Punk. Mm-hmm. And he, he actually said, he goes, I didn't know what straight edge was. And then I found CM Punk. He goes, and he's straight edge. Yeah. So that made me real happy. But uh, – <laughs> So I thought this match was really good. I, I think Moriarty was great. Man. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not commenting about a certain part of this match. Uh, the though. commentary actively ruined this match. Yep, sure did. Uh, MJF on commentary actively worked against this match. Dude, even the uh, little after promo. It's terrible. It's not good. And I, I don't understand this. And please. Like, Punk's part was fine right, again. Right. Somebody but somebody correct MJF, me because uh, I, see, I see a lot of people who – in and out of the business, some people who are prominent, and maybe it's just that they're you know they love a certain guy and he does whatever whatever their connection is, they just heap all this praise on MJF. I thought he 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 worked as hard as he could to ruin this match on commentary yeah. to get himself over, and I understand that was the story they were doing, but he's bad at it. Well, and like that's uh, his character. He, it's like you right. know he's an annoying shithead. But he, but... he wore out the PG Punk thing oh, already. Terrible dude. Uh, talking about killing his dog. Like, it's all fake, edgy bullshit. Yeah, like afterwards. Right, yeah. afterwards. Um, well, even, like, bringing, like, the whole, oh, you're just trying to get into Britt Baker's pants. Right. Like, to me, I even wrote it down. I'm like, dude, uh, if I'm Adam Cole, I'm coming out immediately right. and, like, fucking MJF right. up. Right, exactly. Like, <laughs> like it, MJF is bad. And here's the thing. There's there's moments of, of good in there. He He's done promos that have been really good. He's have section. There's always a little piece of everything he does that's good. But somebody needs to sit him down and have an honest talk about him and and watch his shit back and be like, here's what worked, here didn't. Because every time he cuts a promo, Tony Khan goes on Twitter and goes, oh my God, he's the best talker there ever was. Yeah. Look, retweet this promo. Look how good he is. MJF's the best talker I've ever seen. Somebody needs to have an honest conversation because he's not good. He overdoes it. He, he slides into cheap stuff too easily. Hack stuff. He's telling hack jokes. He could be good if he just understood how to write new material and and get it out there. And less is more. Yeah. Talk a little less, but make your stuff matter. Um, because he I, to me, like every time I hear him talk now, it's cringy. And he, honestly, he tried so hard and was almost successful at ruining this match because his commentary was so yeah, bad. Yeah, it's it's not very it's not good. Yeah, and um, we're in the minority. People fucking love him and honestly think he's the best. And people are still saying that that MJF CM Punk promo in ring thing from like a week ago or two weeks that was ago last week. is the best is the best in ring back and forth promo they've ever seen. No. And they're so full of shit. Yeah. MJF has yet to carry his weight on these fully. Yeah, I. I mean, you know, the Britt Baker stuff is very, like, left field. Right. Like, I know, like, it's, yeah, Punk loves Baker or whatever. Sure. And he always tries to mm-hmm. mention or give her props, which is going to lead to Adam Cole Punk at some right. point. You know it is. Sure. Um, but it's just very, I don't, yeah. I just don't care it, it, about MJF. No, it's cause it's not good heel work. It's, like, it's shitty stand-up comedian crowd work. Yeah. It just doesn't work. My favorite part doesn't work. when like, he was talking about MJF in Long Island, like, uh, yeah. MJF was talking about himself. He's like, I'll be bigger than Piper in Portland. And it, the crowd, or, like, the camera goes to Punk and goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, let's not fucking go yeah. too far. Uh, let's yeah. say, let's not say things you can't take back there, right. buddy. Yeah. Uh, I just don't get it. 
Yeah, it's not that he hasn't been good at times, or there's there, I can go back and watch this and tell you this line was good, this line wasn't, but most of it wasn't. It's it's hack bullshit, like bad stand up comedian trying to rib a heckler nonsense. It's I did like that. Good. Sam Punk drew the line when MJ says he's gonna kill his dog. Right. Enough. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that made me happy. Um right. next thing I have was uh the weird, like, orange cast getting laid out by the Young Bucks thing? Yeah, so I was very excited about this. Because it's leading to Adam Cole, Orange Cassidy? Because it puts Orange Cassidy back in the main event. Because as much as I don't like the Bucks, you know, for, I have my reasons, whatever they are. Uh, whatever the, whatever they do in AEW is is a top ticket. It's, it's at the top of the card. Sure. People watch it. People talk about it. They're always clipped. They're always talked about. Uh, sadly, the biggest moment in OC's career they can't replay because Jericho doesn't know how to do a back roll. Uh-huh. Um, so this puts OC back where he belongs, happily away from Matt Hardy. Uh, and, I, you know, I don't know what, what this ends up being, but it puts Orange Cassidy back in the top where he belongs uh, with guys that always have eyes on him. They're always talked about afterwards whether you like him or not. So I'm glad uh, – that I was excited for. Uh, and I liked a lot of it. Like, fuck the elite, but – but having OC back up towards the top of the card and yeah. something that people are going to watch, I can't complain. I did like Chucky T. Ward, the Embiid ones. Yes. Pointed that. Well, I saw those and I'm like, ooh, they're right. on my floor. Yes. Uh, the next thing I have was, uh, and if there's anything else, you yeah. know, please tell me, um, was Sting and Darby. Oh, you don't want to talk about uh, Pac's eye patch? Yeah. He should keep it forever. He should, but. He should. At first, I was like, "Wait, what? Why is he having?" I don't remember. Patch? I didn't remember. But either. then they're like, "Oh, Alistair yeah, Black with the, the mist last week." I didn't I'm like, "Holy either, fuck!" But... I completely forgot. Right. Uh, but yeah, there was so there was a, a Wardlow squash before that. Whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Wardlow's so weird to me. But um, but yeah, uh, Ass Boys versus Sting and Darby. Yeah. Um, when I saw Sting and Darby walk out wearing the matching face paint, yes, it's like let's go. Right. I'm about this. Okay. Um, not like a ton about the match, really. No. Um, except, uh, Jesus fucking Christ, Darby. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my, my man, listen, brother, let's have a, let's have a talk. I've been saying this for weeks. He makes me uncomfortable. Um, I he worry. doesn't make me uncomfortable. I, worry I just worry. Him. I worry like, for him. That first dive when he like looked like he just crumpled his neck. Yeah. And then, and they will not reshow it. They, it they, just, they showed the other one over and over again. Yeah. It, it really bummed me out because yeah. I thought he broke his fucking neck. Yeah. Um, I just, I really did. I'm like, yeah. oh, he broke his mm-hmm. neck. But then he got up and he fucking hits another million mile right. an hour dive on, yeah. on Billy Gunn. It looked like so yep. cool when he hit him. He like flipped off right. him. You yeah. know, Sting gets the pill with the Scorpion death drop, mm-hmm. which, you know, super pumped about that. Right. But even afterwards, he looks at Darby and goes, are you all right, man? Mm-hmm. Darby's like, yeah, dude, I'm good. Yeah. So, like, thank God. I just, I worry because like he's not going to have a career in his 30s. Like he just, I worry for his safety. And I don't think he gives a shit. I think that's why, like, he don't give a shit about his about his health in any way. Live fast, die young. I guess so. <laughs> but uh, but uh, Sting is. and Billy Gunn in the ring facing off makes me giggle. I was super happy to see it. Well, last night they they said, okay, WCW won the Monday Night War last night. <laughs> that's funny. None of that WrestleMania bullshit where Triple H had to go right. over Sting. Right. Fuck you, Trips. Yeah. Uh The next thing I have is... Uh, Hey, Chris Jericho, you want to run your mouth? <laughs> You're going to get a taste. You get a taste. And he got a fucking taste. Did. And I knew that this was pre-taped because he's over in the UK right now with his shit band. Oh, yeah? yeah. That's funny. Um, He got yeah. a taste, man. Is this is this what's going to keep him off TV for a bit? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay, good. As, yeah. long, as, as long as he doesn't come back and team up with, with Kingston, we're good. Yeah, he got fucking crowned. Yeah. Um, uh, let's talk a little Taz math. Do you have any notes about Taz math? Um, I do. Go ahead. Yes. Okay. Yep. Uh, Taz. Let's, let's talk Taz. Taz on commentary with his goons behind him and Hook eating chips. His powerhouse Hobbs is not a goon. And uh, uh, 
Leo Rush comes out. Kind of, a little shaky promo from so, Leo. Here's the fucked up thing. I, it wasn't him. That they the yeah. weird with like the crowd last yeah. like I don't know if they just had it mic'd weird or not. Maybe that's what it was. Like because I saw even people online were like, "What the fuck is up with this weird mic?" Yeah, like it just didn't sound good. They had a lot of problems with the fight feed last night. Oh yeah. yeah. So they're, te- they're this, this is leading into the Diamond Ring Battle Royal that's yep. coming up. A winner is coming. Uh, all the members of Team Taz are in it. So it's like five out of the whatever is in it. And Taz is like, I have a 125% chance. Of damn right you do. I don't think it's true. Whatever. It, it certainly is. Uh, Leo cuts a promo. Like, even if I have 1% chance, I'm going to keep fighting. Yeah. Dante comes out oh. uh, with Ricky Starks running behind him, which Dude, was that, hilarious. That Rick, I, Ricky Starks 100% the, missed his cue. Somebody gift the Ricky Starks thing. And I'm like, I need yeah. this in my life. <laughs> uh, I, I think here, – here's, here's my thoughts. I think we're gonna we're gonna get to a point in this match. It might not be the 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 finals, whatever it's gonna be. Uh, but I think Dante double crosses the double cross and turns on Team Ooh, Taz. Double cross on a double. Cross. I don't. Here's the problem. Dante and Team Taz is supposed to be heels. Leo rushes the 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 ba- white meat baby face. I'm always gonna fight no matter sure. what. Makes Taz, Team Taz the heels. You can't be a wrestler like Dante Martin and be, be a heel. A heel. Yeah. People are gonna cheer him too much. So what happens? And the him and Leo Rush was a cool team. They just started working out. Whatever it was, I think they get to a point in the match where either uh, like Dante's going to win it against like it's him and Hobbs or him and Starks and and Team Taz like you're the young one. Come on, throw yourself out. Let Starks win it or whatever. And he's not going to. Or Leo's going to be in trouble and Dante's going to save him. Something. But I think he double crosses the double cross and turns on Team Taz in the battle royal. I don't know. Somebody pointed out last night it looked like the first time they've ever seen Dante Martin where it looks like he doesn't want to cry. Right. Um, and he was having fun. Yeah. And because, so. dude, you're in Team Taz. You're cool as fuck. Right. Absolutely. Team Taz, the coolest goddamn shit going. Yeah. They got rid of that hunk of shit, Brian Cage. Right. They're the coolest thing yes. in the world. Uh, but just think about it. You'll get you'll get Starks and Hobbs versus Martin and Rush. Yeah. Uh, Starks and Hobbs. Taz fucking put Cody Rhodes of the Taz mission? <laughs> yes. And I freaked out over it. You did. God bless us. Uh, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna break some hearts with this next match. Go ahead. You're gonna say this wasn't good. Uh, I thought this was super clunky and took me out of oh, it. Oh God, yep. you're nuts. Uh, they had they had negative chemistry in the first oh, the first half of this match. You have negative. There chemistry. was there was a lot of waiting around by Statlander. You're uh, a lot around. of little mistiming by Ruby Soho. They picked it up in the halfway, uh, but this was uh, this was clunky to start. And the miscues in the first half of this match took me out of it, and I could not enjoy. I, when, when when this match was over and everybody was praising it about how good it was, I was like, "Where?" Oh, it was so good! Yeah, they were. <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, I don't think they have. I don't <laughs> think they have good chemistry. It did not live up to what I thought they both would do. And if anything, it made me question whether or not Ruby Soho is actually good. Oh God, you fucking curmudgeon! Oh my God, you're so wrong. Uh, also, uh, <laughs> Ruby's so good. <laughs> also, uh, AEW continues the thing where. Uh, they insist that former WWE people win. So, give me some examples. Everybody, I mean, Where? that's uh, every WWE person Where? has Moxley's hold, Moxley's held the belt. Okay. Matt Hardy, Matt well, Hardy okay. beats well, everybody on, in the on, fucking hold planet. On, hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's hold bad on. that Moxley won the belt. Okay, I'm just saying All that right, they insist WWE people win. John Moxley's a fucking right. no. mega. Star. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying they insist WWE people win, as proven by the fact that. Uh, Statlander has been consistently good in this company for a long time. She loses the Ruby Soho. 
uh, whatever. Uh, Ruby's going to beat Nyla, all that stuff, because that's who she has next, yeah. right? But Matt Hardy does not lose a fucking match in this okay, company. that's one person. Yeah, I think they're WWE. They, they support their WWE guys. What else? I don't know who else WWE is in that company. Well, so so we're, you need more weight behind that statement. I don't. Just watch. It, it's what it is. <laughs> it, it's absolutely but, what it is. But where, though? That's what I'm asking, though. Like, what examples outside uh, of Matt Daniel Hardy? Bryan wins the number one contender He's tournament. I don't care. He's the fucking best wrestler in the world right and doesn't need to win a tournament to get over you can showcase your homegrown talent i've been stuck to this forever counterpoint Uh uh-huh the gun club is undefeated until this past week nobody cares about that that's not real who talked about it on commentary cares about that talked about it on commentary Uh, nah i'm not even gonna count that um brian danielson it's not like he's good guy brian danielson right he immediately turned like Mm, that's good no he didn't immediately turn he, he, he was he doing won, this. No. He was doing the same punk gimmick for for like no, the first couple he of matches. Won the tournament. Yeah. Oh yeah. well, yeah. When he turned after yeah, the tournament, exactly. yeah. But pre-tournament, he was he was running regular. He's only been there since September. Yeah. Right. So, I just I don't think he, I don't think he needed to win that tournament. I, I've been hyping. I've been harping on this forever. But as soon as the WWE people come in, they push the shit. They push the shit out of them. They tried to push Miro really hard in the beginning with a terrible gimmick. And I like Miro now. I wouldn't say they pushed him real hard. The video game shit. They were they they were having him kick the shit out of everybody, and it was terrible. I wouldn't say terrible. they pushed him hard. I think they did in the beginning, uh, and then it failed. I think you have revisionist history. No, I don't think so. I, I think I, I think they oof. pushed their WWE guys too much, and I've been saying this for weeks, and you've always disagreed with me, which yeah. is fine. <laughs> um, but uh, I will I will fall on that. I don't like as much as I'm enjoying Daniel Bryan. Uh, I the important. I think that it's better to push the homegrown AEW guys than it is for the, because these WWE guys are going to be over no matter what, no matter what you do. I'm not saying have Daniel Bryan lose a bunch of matches, but you can get him in the same position he is right now without having him win that tournament. So what else would you have him be doing right now? He could be just wrestling good matches against anybody like he's been doing. You can get him to the same spot against Hangman, you know, or, you know, whoever was the champion with Kenny, they did the thing with Kenny where he, he, he doesn't beat him and whatever. I don't think he has to win a tournament to do that. And I think I think uh, hopefully, uh, Hangman goes over the, the, when they wrestle. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I'll respectfully agree to disagree. That's but fine. Um, next thing, I'll we're gonna move on from that. Um, uh, main event time. Mm-hmm. Um, poor Arn Anderson. Yeah, falling, falling off Arne, the goddamn falling Arne stage. Anderson. Yep. Oh, Arn Anderson. Um, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Um, my favorite line of the night. God bless you, Taz. When they're talking about Cody's weird back mm-hmm. after they brawl in the stands. Yeah. And they pointed out his back because everybody on Twitter blew up. It took me right out of the fucking match. Yeah. Because I'm trying to figure out what happened to the dude's back. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, was it the pyro? What did he get? Like sunburn? Like who fucking it, knows? It looked like a sunburn peeling. At Taz, first. the best thing. He talks about the brawl. He said, eh, maybe somebody was drinking a bottle of glue or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> it fucking killed me. Yeah. I love him so much. I, I, I had my own theory. Like, I don't know if, if it was some sort of, uh, after seeing the finish with the Flaming Table, if it was some sort of coating they were hoping was going to stick on him. It didn't look like yeah, that. Yeah, they said, I guess uh, it was like, it was just burn gel. Yeah. I don't know how true that is. Uh, maybe. Uh, to, to me, it. I thought maybe he was practicing this the fire bump at home. I, so that was something. And got a little well, bit yeah. of a burn, and this was it peeling. You know, 
I don't know. Uh, it he it looked fucking gross. Yeah, like it took like that's all. If you yeah. were on Twitter during the match, that's right. all anybody yeah. was talking uh, about. The real thing is that he he's molting his human skin because he's yeah. a fucking lizard person. Um, but yeah, it, it did though. It took me right out of it. Yeah, right. Like because all I thought about was Arn falling, weird mm-hmm. Cody gross skin back. Well, we're not going to get a good match out of Cody anyway. No. So um, I will say I did like Andrade when he hit the knees in the corner mm-hmm. in the chair. Fucking murdered yeah. him. Um, and yeah, I just. Flaming table still can't get me to give a shit about Cody right Rhodes. and well and so I'm mean, Cody's back looks fucked up and uh so the funniest thing about this is that he they also didn't set it up right because Andrade took none of that no, it was table it was all Cody who goes then on fire uh why was Brandy in a costume yeah I I, I why are we supposed to be shocked by that just I, let her come out like I, we all hate her anyway I, also that fucking jose guy that yeah Andrade's manager uh-huh. that dude's jacked. yeah he is <laughs> he's fucking yeah huge. and he had the decency to to pick arn anderson up <laughs> out of the totally hole he did <laughs> oh, yeah, i was so confused like we all know you're with brandy we know brandy's gonna come out and help you yeah, like, we all like, hate what her was supposed to be the big reveal right there. who like, cares like oh fuck it's brandy yeah, right. like, the big reveal is that gives clearly she doesn't understand how much lighter fluid is needed to not burn down an arena Oh, um, God. But yeah, it was it wasn't a great bump, uh, Cody. And I, I saw so many people online going, "Cody Rhodes lit himself on fire for you. You're not allowed to boo him anymore." Fuck you. Fuck you. That dude sucks. That dude. That dude sucks. The fuck out of here with yeah, that. That dude's trash. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's. I, uh, I think the, the main event was like, who cares? Yeah, like it, it like I, I mean, like I said, arm falling. Yeah, I was just immediately like, oh man, right. And then the weird back, and I was like, well, I'm not. Paying attention to this at all. Right. Because I was looking at everybody's theories. Yeah. So, um, and then you watched something after I did. this. I Because I was catching up on it. So, the, um, the the Twitter was blowing up with this uh, Australian deathmatch uh, show on IWTV. Okay. Uh, and I don't, I, I didn't quite understand the backstory if this is the first deathmatch tournament there. Yeah. Or something. I don't know what it was. But I was like, well, everybody's talking about it. I'm going to put it on. And the main event was just starting as they put it on. So it was a one-night tournament. So these guys had already wrestled like two matches, two death matches. Uh, this is uh, Bateman is the dude's last name versus Callan Butcher is the other guy. Okay. Uh, Callan Butcher's got dreads. Bateman's got short hair. Uh, and Bateman is fucked up coming. He's got like bandages everywhere. All fucked as up. As one is in a uh, death match. Callan Butcher's wearing white pants that are clean i don't know if he changed or not because i did not see him before that's what i like to hear when it's so in a death match you wear white right that's what you do proper so um this this was insane uh there uh was light tubes everywhere there they didn't clean the ring in between matches so there was already a layer of glass on the on the apron (laughs) uh there was a shark cage filled top to bottom with light tubes like a diving cage okay uh so uh at one point, Bateman breaks a light tube over this Callan Butcher's head, drags it across up his back to cut him open, and then pulls out a bottle of hot sauce and Ooh. pours it in his back. Ooh. Uh, there's the shark cage. Uh, they put they set up a he Bateman like slams his Callum Butcher so he's down on the mat. He grabs two chairs and puts them on uh, one at Callum Butcher's head and one at his feet and puts a pane of glass over him and then climbs to the top of the shark cage to jump through the pane of glass onto the guy. Uh, he Callum gets up. He also climbs the shark tank and he throws the uh, this butcher guy or uh, yeah, no, he uh, and 
they get up and Butcher gets thrown off the shark cage through the glass. And that shark cage was like probably three feet taller than the top turnbuckle. Uh, there was a chop battle, but with light tubes. So they stood in the middle of the just ring. cracking light tubes across the just had a chest. pile of light tubes with each other. Ooh. And were just hit one for one. Let's go. One for one, back oh, and forth. Baby. Uh, the, and then there was a uh, Nick Mondo assault driver through a glass pane. Okay. Which was sick. Shout there out was to glass Nick Mondo. everywhere. The ref's trying to like count and he's in the gloves. Uh, there's like, there's like one part where like the butcher who's not wearing a shirt is like trying to get himself in position while he's down for like a top rope move and he's trying to like, yeah. And I was like, Oh my God, it's so gross. (laughs) Uh, and then the finish is just all the tubes. Like there's just all the light tubes in the world get piled in the ring and Callan butcher goes over. Uh, and, uh, it was just violence for violence sake. Uh, but I enjoyed the shit out of it. Uh, there was a big speech afterward where Butcher called everybody back from everybody who was in the tournament uh, to come in the ring. And they talked about how deathmatch wrestling is, it, you know, it, it's sort of unheard of in Australia or whatever. You know, everybody's congr- congratulations sure. for doing this, whatever. I guess there's a, an American guy who I don't know who they called Guido. I don't know who he is. But I guess he got trapped in Australia for COVID. Like, he went over there to wrestle a date got and got trapped. Wow. And he's like a deathmatch guy. So he, like, was the guy there to help facilitate all this. Like, because he's just okay. stuck there. And they're like, Makes please sense. don't ever go home. Like, yeah. your family, whatever. Uh, and they're, and he's just like, you know, Australia, we're so insulated as a country. We keep to ourselves. We don't want to fuck with anybody else. He goes, and we've cultivated our own style of wrestling here that the world doesn't really get to see. Yeah. Um, so it's just very long speech, which I only watched a little bit of, but it was cool. Uh, they seemed very passionate. It was on IWTV. Uh, and, uh, the dudes, I was tweeting about it. The dudes like, we're all tweeting back and retweeting stuff. So. Uh, it was just a, if you're into that ghoul shit, uh, I watched more ghoul shit this week than I thought I would. I'm and, uh, it was, uh, it was a cool little, a cool little match. Uh, the, I like the idea of, a, you know, we get them here all the time. Of course, the one, the one night deathmatch tournaments. Sure. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was pretty gnarly. Lots of glass. It was gross. That's Not sweeping out the ring in between matches is what I like to hear. super gross. God bless glass. Like it's just, it just looked like snow, but it was just, when they zoom in, it would just be <laughs> like chunks snow. of glass. <laughs> Yeah, very gnarly. That's what I like to hear. But yeah, so uh, shout out to them. Shout out to IWTV. Got a lot of stuff going on this week. God bless Jerry. So hopefully more Jerry, stuff coming up. Jerry on. forever. Yes. Um, yeah, we watched a lot of shit this week. You we watched did. a lot of shit. I did. I watched a lot of wrestling. <laughs> Ooh, baby. Lots of wrestling. So Most we, of which I liked. <laughs> we watched three other matches. Yes. Since we knew we were going to be watching Noah on mm-hmm. Saturday, uh, and also with the New Japan Noah show got announced, we said, yes. eh, let's revisit some pro wrestling Noah a little yes. bit. So we watched three matches mm-hmm. ranked on cage match, not because it's right, but because it's easy. Exactly. So the first match, which was ranked number three, from Noah Autumn Navigation, October 29, thousand six. Yes, we had Kenta going up against Naomichi Marufuji. Yes. Uh, so there's a couple moments in this match where I just felt my insides turn. Yeah. Um. And Marufuji, he was the GHC champ at the time. Was he the heavyweight champ here? I don't know. I think, I think so. he was the heavyweight champ. Pretty sure. And from what I read, because I read it up a little bit, yeah. this was the first time two so-called juniors uh-huh. wrestled over this title. Okay. Um, Noah does have, I mean, it is called the heavyweight title, but it, it, sure. it's weight classless. Yeah. Um, so, Marufuji, mm-hmm. when he hits like the Asai Moonsault. Yeah. Onto Kent on the outside, mm-hmm. and he fucking throats himself yes. on the goddamn 
rail. Mm -hmm. Disgusting. Yeah. But it busted Kenta open, and Mm -hmm. it just added so much more drama to the match. When Kenta hits... The Falcon Arrow off the apron mm-hmm. to the floor. Right. I was like, I gasped at that. I was like, I would have shit. Yeah. I would have shit. Right. All my insides yeah. would have come out. So the thing that like popped me first, and I think what really got the crowd going was was um the sliced bread where Kenta just throws Marafuji over to the outside. Dude, Kenta, like he just catches like, him halfway and just yeah. throws him straight over the co- over the ropes. Kenta was like peak dickhead yeah. in this match. Yeah. He was. Just beating the shit out mm-hmm. of Marafuji. Yes. Um, I like the finish, like Marafuji just throwing like his his mm-hmm. patent like spin kicks and everything. Yeah. yeah. Uh the, man. The top rope tiger suplex that, that Kenta gives to Marafuji. Disgusting. Uh, this was just this was just like a just an oh fuck match. Like they just I was like, oh fuck. Oh fuck. Yeah. Oh fuck. <laughs> oh fuck. Uh so. it, I man, if I know people you know, kind of when Kenta got to WWE as Hideo Itami, you know, he had a lot of string of bad luck yeah. with injuries and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like, encourage you to yeah. seek out this match. It's on YouTube uh-huh. um, to see, like, peak Kenta. Right. <laughs> you know, because New Japan Kenta's good, mm-hmm. but this is yeah. a whole sure. different animal. And this is sort of, you know, it's 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 a weird time in Noah because it's... Um, the big names are gone. Yeah. So and these guys are, you know, they're homegrown guys more or less. Sure. Um, but the but your your big guys are are, are out of there for the most part. Well, and you know, there's so, a lot of like reservations about putting the heavyweight title on right. a so called junior. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a big thing in Japan yeah. where they just they don't do it. Right. Um so you know, they'll like formally announce somebody they're moving on from the juniors mm-hmm. to heavyweights, like they did with Omega. Right. Like um, but yeah, holy yeah. fuck, man. God, these two have the best chemistry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this was really good. Next match from July 18th, 2005. Mm-hmm. Noah Destiny, 2005. Yeah. Kensuke Sasaki mm-hmm. versus Kenta Kobashi. Yeah, this is, these are men. Holy goddamn hell. So this was like when I was watching it last night. Yeah. This is where it clicked with me where I wish Nakajima and Kanoa were in front of a crowd like mm-hmm. this. Because you could yeah. just feel it. Like the building, because this was the Tokyo Dome. Yes, you could feel it shake. Yeah, and you're looking at two like goddamn bona fide superstars to mm-hmm. this crowd. Sure, and there's a point where they just keep chopping each other back mm-hmm. and forth for probably f- three to four minutes yeah, straight, gross. and it's just ugh. yeah. Um, oh my god, Kobashi like throwing those spinning backhand chops, mm-hmm. d- just disgusting. Yeah. The lariat across the face, amazing. Yeah. Um, man, I, I loved it. I loved every second of this. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Uh, it's 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 men kicking the shit out of each other. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's. Um, yeah, I mean, Kanakabashi hits a plancha. Yeah, he uh, sure does. You know, fucking Sasaki hits a Frankensteiner. Like, these are big guys. Like you look at the and they're just they're right they're uh, Japanese hosses right. This is just this is a nasty match and again, we've talked about on the show before. Kento Kobashi, my favorite uh, Japanese wrestler of all time. Uh, this is sort of where uh, I started like looking up the styles of Japanese wrestling because okay. this style's gone. I was wondering what you like yeah. what you were doing. With that. So this is all head dumps, right? This is this is a carryover. Starts off with a head right. dump. <laughs> this is this is the carryover of the All Japan. The King's Road style, right? Um, where uh, it's 
the split after uh, Rakitin dies, and then the split between Baba and Anoki. Uh, you get all Japan with Baba. You get New Japan with Anoki. I'm a Baba guy. I always will be because Anoki uh, falls in love with Strong Style. Later Anokiism, right? Um, but Strong Style is very real based. Sure. Uh, it's you know, and and when this first started, like you, it, it, this is the way the promotions work. The matches wrestled in these styles, absolutely. Uh, so with Anoki, you have realistic submission holds, more of an MMA look, very strike uh, heavy, st- uh, yeah. martial arts strikes too, yes. not just wrestling strikes. Yeah. Convincing, accurate martial arts strikes. The submission holds aren't for show; they're they're holds that will actually hurt you. You know, you're not hurting the person. It's not it's not shoot style, sure, but it's meant to look you know shoot absolutely. Um, and that's sort of the strong style thing. Hard striking, uh, realistic looking wrestling, and then you have King's Road Baba Baba style, and Babaism is sort of is it's Western influence, right? Because Absolutely. Baba had the the American the 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 South Territory guys with him. He he was heavily influenced by the Memphis Territory. He's got he's got the Funks. He's got Brody. He's got Stan. Like he has these guys through the seventies beyond. Uh, and those bring those guys bring a lot of of the style with them and yeah. adapt it into it. So, and that's sort of what you see in in this this Kobashi Sasaki match. And there's others to shoot style, and there's all these other things. This is King's Road. You know, there's a ton of different styles. There's Uchirisu and all that sort of stuff. And now it's all blended. You don't have a promotion that just does the one style. I agree with right? that 100 um, percent. Because the you know wrestling has evolved. You know, you're not. You know, people jump around a lot more than they yeah. used to. But back when Baba was alive, you worked for Baba or you worked for no- like you worked for Baba, you worked for Baba, you worked for Anoki, you worked for Anoki. Yeah, there was no and then, in between. Right, but post Baba's death, it loosens up. People float around. You know, sure. Muda goes back and forth. Kojima and Tenzan, all those sort of guys. Um, and they all had their stars. You know, the four pillars competed with the three musketeers, musketeers like yeah. all that kind of stuff. But like the seventies, eighties, and the nineties, this is the promotions were style based, and. The your your King's Road style, which again is a representation of this, is uh, Western influenced, a little showier, uh, a and, lot more built, right? Built yeah. story. There's there's story, more yeah. there's more story. There's more psychology. Absolutely. There's, there's more. You're working a body part. You're getting way up. It's because it's because of that influence. Because Terry Funk, guys like Terry Funk, were so huge yeah. that that was what you spun off from, yep. right? Uh, and it doesn't go to like WWE theatrics. No, but like, but you get you get finishers guys constantly inventing finishers and then you get super finishers where your finisher is not enough you get you go up and up and up um omega sort of known for that but omega's not a true king's road kind of guy in the same way that like ishii's not a true strong style kind of guy yeah but they you know because everything's everything's blended okada's neither uh you know like it's just they're all kind of out there and, yeah. and, and everything's blended um, you but, know, like I like that comparison because it yeah. reminds me like of early days of MMA. Right. You had one guy one style, one guy another style. That's it. Now right. they don't just train you in one style. Right. You get everything. You get right. like a you're yeah. an all around mixed martial artist. Yes. Same thing can you can apply it to pro wrestling. Absolutely. And you'll see, you know, you see Kenta, homegrown Noah. He's in New Japan. Like everybody just sort of floats. Yeah. Not as big. All Japan doesn't have that that luxury really right now. Um, but like you know, every it's a little more open there. Um, but this this style and this match is a really good sort of example of this. Uh, a lot of King's Road has gone away because it kills people. 
No, uh, it, it does. Like literally, it does. It, it it at minimum cripples people. Yeah. Um, Masawa dies in the ring because he refused to stop taking. And so the end of King's Roads matches, it's it's move after move in succession. You know, your finisher, yeah. your finisher, your finisher, your super finisher, fighting spirit out of that. Your finisher, the other guy's finisher, sure. finisher, finisher. They're all neck dumps. It starts with neck dumps. It has neck dumps in the middle. Yeah. It ends with neck dumps. Uh, that was part of the style and part of the appeal and why it became so popular. You had these big dudes giving each other half Nelson suplexes. And then, and then you got into the, the tiger driver 91s and the exploder 98s and you're right. And your gonzo bombs, because those became super finishers. And when those caught on, you get these head dumps and the, and so you have the brutal, the, you know, not, not the martial arts strikes, your clubbing strikes, your lariats, you know, your, uh, your enziguris, like Tenru. These are like pro wrestling moves that are brutal. Right. Tenru is a huge King's Road, like example of Tenru, Tenru, Jumbo Sharuda pretty much invents the whole fucking thing. Absolutely. uh, With Baba there. But you have your stands, you have your Terry's, and then that goes into your Kuwata, your Kobashi, your Masawa, where they're also innovative. You know, Enochism strong style needs to look real. Masawa shit doesn't, but Masawa said it looks cool. Yeah. Right? Yep. It's 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 that Western base, it's that flashier shit, but with that flashier shit comes the head dumps and the the it just it's so dangerous. And not that there aren't head dumps now, but the the style was almost at this point based around it. Uh and it's super unsafe. I mean Tenru Tenru's walking with the with to double canes now. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. Uh you know, Masawa dies in the ring. You yeah. know, um, yeah. they're it, it wears the body out. That's the cold spray. You see, you see the bucks using doing that shit, like you know, making fun sure. of it. Like they needed that shit. Like people get hurt, people die. Uh, it's a really tough style to have to maintain. Uh, and Noah was sort of the last bastion of it because they took that King's Road with them. Uh, and their style has evolved, and Noah evolved under Masawa. Uh, and Masawa is just an innovator, dude. Like everybody stole from him. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and that's sort of where that comes from. And I and I love that style. You know, um, I like that wrestling is blended now. I like to be, I like to be able to see different things on a card. I like to see my guy, the guys I like to incorporate that sort of stuff. Sure. Um, because I'm not like an Enoki MMA guy. Like I'm not an Enokiism guy because that comes that's his advancement of strong style into like, hey, Eugene Nagata, you're gonna go fight MMA. Uh-huh. Hey, Kendo Kashi, you're gonna get your ass kicked. Yeah. Um, I don't like that, but I like strong style yeah, because I like, absolutely. you know, I, I like fighting spirit. Both things have fighting spirit, but I like, I like strong style. Uh, but I, I Kings road, that's, you know, that all Japan's my era. Uh, but it, it's, it's dangerous. It's super <laughs> uh, dangerous. And I don't want to say it's not hard to watch, but you're just like, Oh man, how do you get up from that? And see like Katsuki Sasaki, like he was a new Japan guy. Right. Yeah, you know, IWGP champ. Yeah, sure. like so yeah. to see the kind of crossover mm-hmm. with him and right. Kabashi. Yeah, it's re- it's real cool, right. and Absolutely. I appreciate it more now that like you mm-hmm. kind of laying that out there yeah. like that. And, I, and I there think are, I appreciate the match even more. There, there are other styles, you know. You you go into your Lucha Risu with Grand Hamada and Ultimo Dragon, sure. where they combine Lucha Libre mm-hmm. in it. You have just plain up shoot style UWFI style Absolutely. stuff, like Suzuki, and then, and, right? Yeah. And you have your juniors. You have all that stuff, and they're all their own. You know, ton, tons of promotions over there. That all sort of serve a small area of Japan, yeah, of course. Uh, you know, and you can you can get all kinds of flavors. But at the height, for lack of a term, at the height of its powers in Japan, it was King's Road versus Strong Style, yeah. uh, and it's you know you can you can like both, you can pick one or the yeah. other. I will forever be a Baba guy. Uh, not that I don't like New Japan and all that yeah, sort of stuff, of but like. But that was Terry Funk was there, so I watched that stuff. So then I got you see Stan and Bobby, Terry Gordy, and you know just all those yeah. Steve Williams, like that all those people. Uh, and so you get that sort of that West that that little 
hint of Western influence. That's John Warrenitis. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you get that little hint of Western influence, uh, and you get that showmanship with how hard Japanese wrestlers go. Uh, and that's that's what it is for me. And that's this sort of Kobashi Sasaki thing is a really good example of that. And sort of coming towards the end of days of it. It's it's a little, you know, yeah. it doesn't make it out of the 2010s, really. Yeah, because the next so, match, the top match that we watched yes. uh, from March 1st, 2003. The top match rated period on Cage, on cage match. match. Just the top right. overall wrestling yes. match. Right. Which I think this has changed. Because I know for a while the top rated match, I know there was Kawada mm-hmm. and uh, Masawa from okay. what, June 94 or sure. whatever. And then there was the tag where it was Holy Demon Army versus Kabashi and yeah. Kawada or mm-hmm. Misawa. But this is from March 1st, 2003, Ketsu versus Mitsuharu Misawa. Yes. Um, this was for the GHC title. Mm-hmm. Misawa was the champ yes. at the time. At the time, mm-hmm. because Kabashi wins it. Right. Misawa um, was the GHC champ over and over again because he felt he was the only person. Well, because yeah. Kabashi gets sick. Uh, and yeah. then Masawa feels he's the only person there that can, because the fans also let them know that oh, Masawa's yeah, the only guy who can hold that do. belt. Um, uh, there's some great history and Noah stuff on YouTube if you're if anybody's dude, interested. I know I watched a video a couple years ago. They yeah. broke it down perfectly. Right. Like you know, Noah tried with like Morishima. Try, yeah, they tried right. with Kenta, mm-hmm. but the crowd was like, "No, we want right. Masawa." We want Masawa, and and to the detriment of the company, to the detriment of Masawa. Uh, and they and towards the end, Masala just couldn't. He could not do it. No, and you could even tell, like in this match, like I mean, listen, it's a it's a phenomenal yeah. match. It's you could see it's slow, getting slow, yeah. slower. Uh, he not only that, he looks worn out. Yeah, you can see yep. it in Masala's face. Yeah. Um, when he goes for the one dive on Kabashi to the mm. outside, and he cracks his mouth, eats off a guardrail. Of, yep. Oh my god. Yeah. The yeah. blood everywhere. I mean, there's there's a five minutes into this match, there's a backdrop driver that I thought killed Kenta Kabashi. Yeah. Uh and that's again, this is this this is the probably the number one King's Road style match of oh, all time. I, I it's just agree. what it is. Yeah. Uh it it's guys out there trying to better each other with bigger, uh, flashier, cooler, more hard hitting moves and chops and everything. Well, yeah. Uh, and this has yeah. one of the most great the crew. One of the craziest bumps I've ever fucking seen. Mm-hmm. Masawa Tiger suplexes Kabashi off, off of the ramp, the ramp mm-hmm. to the floor. The commentator dies. Yeah, like yeah. I've—I mean, I've seen this a million times, and I will never mm-hmm. not yeah. wonder how Kabashi didn't fucking die. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's insane. Uh, the whole crowd gasps; they can't believe it. Uh, it's it's absolutely insane. This is an all-time great match. Well, uh, and you know what? Like you laid it out perfectly. Yeah. You. Your finisher, Kabashi gets the moonsault, mm-hmm. doesn't get the win. Right. So you know it gets busted out. You gotta keep moving. You gotta keep moving up. Fucking burning hammer. hammer. Right. You gotta <laughs> you gotta move up into and if you if your regular finisher doesn't do it, if your regular finisher th- finisher three times doesn't do it, you have to move up to the grosser one. Yeah. Uh Misawa, I will say this watching this, and I've seen this match before. Misawa, again, he wore himself out, he did too much, he dies in the ring. Not here, but years later. Yeah, I know. Um, so, oh but God. the thing that he does in this match, which is an interesting thing, is the neck bump, some of the, the bumps that he takes off of like German suplexes and stuff aren't as bad as he makes no, them look. I agree. Because the way he does it, he is he has body control where he will go completely vertical and right before he crowns himself on that apron, he turns himself. Yep. And it looks like a neck bump, yeah. but it's not. Nope, he's like, so good at at, yeah. at manipulating his body at just the right moment 
eventually it does some damage. But and but you could see even on some of them, he's landing on his hands. Right. He's not landing right. on his his head's not even touching the right. mat. But he's making him look real fucking. He's making good. it look like he's getting right. fucking dumped. And that's the important thing. Yeah. And that's why Masao and Masao widely regarded. Uh, as the best wrestler of all time. Yeah, and I know you uh, and I, like, we, we go back and forth with, like, you know, out of the original four right. pillars or whatever. Like, yeah, is Masawa probably the best wrestler ever? I, I mean, it, it depends on it depends on what your ratings are. I mean, yeah. it, did he invent more things in wrestling than anybody else? Probably. Yeah. Uh, at least of his generation. Yeah, I mean, the Tiger Drive you know, was the Emerald right. Explosion, it, you know. Uh, in, in a level of people will people around the world stealing my shit... Masawa's the best there ever was. <laughs> You're not fucking wrong, man. <laughs> That's just what I'm it is. It's you. just yeah. what it is. Yeah. He did a move. It took six months to get over here on tape, and yeah. everybody was fucking doing it. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody. Uh, I'm a Kento Kabashi guy because I like that little bit of hard hitting. That, and not that Masawa couldn't hard, hit hard and, and stand and swing and do all that Kobashi's shit. is a different animal. Right. Kobashi, bigger guy, more yeah. of a hoss. Uh... And just a little, just that touch of brutality, you know, that, that touch of, uh, I spent the formative years as a professional wrestler feuding with Stan Hansen, um, <laughs> you know, like Kabashi has a really cool story where like he, he lost like his yeah. first, however many matches because the story was he, he's not, doesn't have that fighting spirit enough. He's got to get there. Well, no, uh, like when he was Tiger Mask. Misawa, yeah. Yeah, or, uh, you yeah. were talking about talking my, Kibashi, my, yeah. Misawa, my fault, Misawa was my second Tiger Mask. Yeah. Has some great matches. Bret Hart, if you want to look them up. But, like, <laughs> uh, Misawa is arguably uh, the most popular wrestler in Japan. I mean, Bob is the most popular ever. Uh, but of his generation, Misawa is really the guy that everyone looks at for being yeah. the innovator and the guiding light of Japanese professional wrestling. I mean, Noah was fucking huge here. They're, they're in a they're massive on, they're building. They're on fire. Right. All Japan takes a hit when they leave because he takes everybody but Kawada with him. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, this match is is worthy of all the hype that there is. Um, and it's it's really, really like, fucking with good. With this being rated, like, the best wrestling match ever, it probably yeah. is. He, Honestly. I, I got no problem with them saying that. No, me neither. Like, if you were to... I know people, you know, like you, they hype up the Okado Mega thing. Yeah, and I think it's because it hit so much of a global scale immediately. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, this you probably weren't able to see this for, like you said, six months right. after, until after right. it happened. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, Kento Kobashi, Kento Kobashi, Kento. I keep saying Kento. Kento Kobashi comes to America to wrestle Samoa Joe in Ring of Honor. Yeah. When was that? Two thousand three. Was it two thousand four? Somewhere around there. Yeah, and he. The, the story is, yep. he said, nobody knows who I am. Yeah, and and Joe's was, like, they know. Trust <laughs> yeah, me. They trust know. Trust me. They know who you so, are. So, like, they, you, know, you know, Noah was fucking huge. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Masawa dying. Masawa's dragging himself out, dying, all that. You know, has put it where it is. Sure. And, uh, I think there's going to be a come up. But uh, but I, w- I will not argue that this is the best match. Yeah. Uh, I'd be willing to enter a discussion and put some contenders up against it. I agree. Uh, but uh, for, for argument's sake... Uh, I'm fine with settling that this is the best wrestling match I, there ever was. I can I can get behind it. Like yeah. if somebody if that's somebody's hill to die on, I'll be right. like, listen, brother, you're yeah. right. Right. You, you know, you that's got yours, it. And, and, sure. and I'm not going to disagree with anybody yeah. on that. Yeah. And and like I said, this style is is mostly gone because it is so dangerous. It uh, uh it's so hard yeah. to do. It it definitely watching watching the Noah card from Saturday yeah. and then watching these three matches again. Mm-hmm. I've seen all three of these matches multiple right. times. Yeah. I haven't watched them in a long time. Yeah. And it just like sparked my love mm-hmm. for Noah again, right? And you know, 
just the green hue from the mat. Like, yeah, right. It just uh-huh. it it just hits yeah. so differently because Definitely. you know around that time, like I started, you know, hey, what's mm-hmm. what's this internet thing where right. I can download matches? What yeah. is this? And finding this stuff on the internet for yeah. me was like mind blowing, you know. And it's just it puts me back to that time where I was just like, wow, what's this that I discovered? Holy <laughs> shit! Right. Who's who's Kenta Kobashi. Yeah. What's what's that guy? Right. And then you like you see him and you're just like, yep. Oh my god! And then you read more about him and right. you know his whole second run after he had cancer. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god! I, it's just a, incredible. I bought a, a best a best of the Burning Hammer compilation off a videotape distributor who I will not name uh, at one of the uh, ECW house shows at the Kingston Armory. That's amazing. And so this would be pre-Noah. It's just sure. Kobashi it's in, all Japan. New, in all Japan stuff. Uh, and I was in love uh, yeah. right from there. Uh, and yeah, it, and it's it, like, again, it breaks it back down to like the styles a little bit. You st- everybody has a little bit of each. And it's not that there's not a guy that I would, I could, it's not that there's not people that I could, oh, that's a strong style wrestler. That's a, that's a Babaism kind of guy. Um, Baba, Babaism was also very focused on having reversals for everything. Uh, like everybody had a counter, right? Yeah. You didn't because, like, you know, you were like, well, if you're gonna wrestle a guy, you you have his moves scouted. You got to know how to get out of his big moves. Uh, so that was a big part of it too. Yeah. But um, you see everything, and not that there's not neck bumps, not that there's not fighting spirit, not that there's not super finishers, all that sort of stuff. Now, it's just blended and merged and safer for the better. For I the, love the wrestling. For the better. You know, my favorite wrestling is the is their wrestling from this era and earlier. But for the better, uh, you know, a blend of styles yeah, is, is and, nice. And, and you know, like when you do see like in New Japan the past couple of years, some of these guys taking neck dumps. Right. It reminds you of this, and it's just like when Okada Omega when Okada took the neck dump mm-hmm. from the tie, the dragon suplex off right. the top rope mm-hmm. from the Wrestle Kingdom match. Right. Ibushi crowning himself yeah. on the fucking apron. They've, like, they've it, made those moments just, matter more. I, and that's what exactly um, and that reminds me like I know like a lot of people with like WWF well WWE now when they're like oh well we want you know, we wish they had still had blood and mm-hmm. we wish with like chair shots. And like they said, you go back around that time, every fucking match, everybody's gigging. Yep. And it meant less, right. you right. know? So, not and, that they gig now. Right. But, and, but, and that's, you know, Kings Road could, had and could have slipped more down that, like, well, okay, it's just neck bump after neck bump after yeah. neck bump. You know? And so, you know, you got to make those, you got to, eventually you come to a point where you have to reset a little bit and figure out where to go. Absolutely. And you don't want anything to get stale. And, uh, you know, and again, the Masawa's death, not a, not a, not a great, no, not a, no, not a, not a great story to tell uh, about his style of wrestling and what it did to him. It's fucking so, heartbreaking. Uh, but it is still cool to see, to watch some guys wrestle and see the little bit of each thing in there and who, who was this and who was that and the blended styles and. Some people are are uh, much more versatile than any of that. You know, you got a guy like Okada who was uh, at least partially trained by Ultimo Dragon. Absolutely. Uh, who's in New Japan, which is typically historically a, shoot, a, a strong style company. Yeah. You have a guy like Okada who is who's a blended, uh, completely blended professional Absolutely. wrestler. Um, and that, that's interesting stuff. You know, he's he's wrestling. He's uh, you know he's the god of New Japan. Uh, but not, not a ton of his stuff anywhere is like a shoot style, you know. Yeah. Um, but then you have other guys that are doing, you know, actual submissions and cross arm breakers and sure. stuff that would actually hurt you. Uh, so it's just interesting to find that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, see see where it's blended. See who takes his influences where. 
you know, a guy like Ishii trained by Ricky Choshu, Choshu's a strong style wrestler. To, to the so, core. To the core. Right. So that's, so that's Ishii's style. But Ishii blends a little bit because he's also not doing, like, he'll fucking kill you, but he's not doing submission holds that look legit. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's just an interesting thing and in a, in a, a bit of a sort of look back and yeah. sort of, because it was, like, again, in the 90s, it was way split. Absolutely. It was way split. What do you like? You you like this style or that style? You Babaism, you're not. And and people didn't cross. And, yeah. you know, Terry Funk was loyal to Baba forever. Yeah. You know, and, you know, even then to Mrs. Baba and those, you know, Baba was good to me. It was a handshake agreement. I sure. worked for him for 30 years on a fucking handshake. Like, yeah. so it's cool. Japanese wrestling is super interesting in that way. I feel like you and I could talk for another three hours yeah, just about Well, that's why <laughs> this is going to become the official uh, Amer- English language podcast of I'm, pro wrestling. I'm, Noah. I'm not opposed, man. Um, so. so speaking of the King's Road. Yes. We're going to take a, a trip down the King's Road next oh, week. We are. Uh, a certain person who brought a lot of the Western influence yes. to all Japan in the late 80s, early 90s, even before that, yes. to be honest. Uh, we're talking Stan Hansen. We are. Stanson. So, to spoil the uh, the weekly purchases, what would you buy this week? Uh, I Aside from uh, buying you a uh, Christmas present. <sighs> Um, which I'm super excited to give you, oh boy. uh, because it's gonna be a lot of fun. Right, but uh, I bought uh, on the uh, the Major Brothers name drawing. Pick up that name real quick there. <laughs> uh, the flea market tonight. I bought a Stan Hansen Char Pro. I, I love it. Are you gonna? Are they gonna call you Dude Ski now? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, I take I, I did have uh, oh, a good, a fair good. amount of gambling winnings still sitting in my account. Uh, so that Let's paid for gambling. more than three quarters of this. Uh, but the guy had a really good deal, and he'd put it up for much more money like a couple of days ago. Said he's, he, you know, sadly the dude taking a break uh, from the group said, you know, I'm, I'm moving. I got to, you know, cut back a little bit on my on my finances, Absolutely. trying to sell some stuff. Uh, and I was like, oh, it's, it's a great figure, and it's a good price, but a little too steep. And he had it marked down. And I may or may not have got even further down. Uh, and uh, the art of finagling. I picked it up, and it's uh, it's uh, you know uh, it's Lucy, gorgeous. Lucy, but it's a stand, stand Char Pros are, do not go for cheap. No, uh, they I do got a, not. I think a, a really good fucking deal uh, on this. I think you stole it. Uh, and uh, I'm excited to have a stand <sighs> with the with the horns up, with the bull rope in the chaps. I'm so jealous. Uh, That's to, such have, a great to have my stance, and it's a figure I never thought I'd ever get. I never. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to get a Hanson. I the love them, range. but they're expensive. Yeah, it's out of the price uh, I'll pay too. Much. I'll pay a ludicrous amount of money for Terry. Uh, Stan, you know, it's what it's is what it is. Sure. Super excited to have it. Uh, and uh, so we're going to talk some some Stanson this week. We sure are, and, and some uh, more Kenta Kobashi because yeah. it, oh. once again the best Japanese wrestler in uh, my opinion. Yeah. Um, so the first match uh, from September fourth, nineteen ninety one, a yes. day before my second birthday. <laughs> uh, All Japan Summer Action Series two, Kenta Kobashi versus Stan Hansen. Yes. The, oh, and also that clip was going around this week of of Stan Hansen's retirement where Kawada like hugs him and cries. Yeah, that got me crying. Yeah, right. God damn. Uh, so from the second match, December 16th, 1988, okay. before I was even thought of, uh, All Japan Real World Tag League. Yes. We have Tenru and Kawada mm-hmm. against Hansen and fucking Terry Gordy. Yes. Not we don't get to visit much Terry Gordy. Uh, not in Japan. So one day, one day what? we'll have to do Miracle Violence Collection or Connection. Yes, we. Will. Uh, but yeah, not a Terry Gordy's a different animal in that country, Ooh. which is a crazy <laughs> thing to say. 
Because this is because this is a man that's kicking off the doors of houses when when somebody takes too long hey, to find the keys. Uh, but um, yeah, this is a this Terry Gore's a different animal in Japan in this Ooh, era. So boy, is he ever? Yeah. And then the number one ranked match from July 29th, nineteen ninety three, from the All Japan Summer Action Series ninety three. Once again, Kitakabashi versus Stan Hansen. Yes. So we get more Kobashi. So what years are the Kobashi matches? Kibashi, uh, 91 and 93. Okay, so he debuts in 88. Yeah. So he's still young. He's a young man. Uh, this is, uh, this is yeah. or, or, uh, Orange Crush. Right, this is Orange Crush. Uh, this yeah. is, yeah, this is, this is Kobashi, uh, like, clean cut, like, flat top kind of. I don't know if it wasn't really a flat yeah, top. Because Kwana had the flat top. Like, yeah, right. Handsome young man. <laughs> uh, I just saw here, he apparently has his own promotion, Fortune Dream. In Japan, I had no idea. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, um, but yeah, so this is uh, uh, more Kobashi, but mostly Stan. Yeah, uh, kicking the shit out of people. I can't wait. I know we showed the one match to Chuck many moons ago. Yeah. Um, but I'm so excited. I've seen this. so many Stan Kobashi because they wrestled forever, and like Stan got the gets the lariat, yeah. like all that sort. Of, or, or Kobashi gets the lariat, like learned from Stan, all that sort of shit. So it was Kojima later on. Yeah, but um. There's a match, and I don't, I don't know the date, so I'm hoping it's one of these two, where Stan climbs the top rope uh, to drop an elbow on Kobashi, uh-huh. and his cowboy boot gets stuck, uh-huh. and he falls, and just midair, you can see him just aside, <laughs> bah, fuck it, and he just puts the elbow up, and uh-huh. he breaks Kobashi's sternum. He sure does. Uh, and I don't know if this is one of these matches. The timeline's right, because they, yeah. they wrestled forever, but all the time, yep. Stan was just there. Stan was huge. Uh, huge star there, uh, and uh, so uh, one of the most fun wrestlers to watch uh, if you're into his style, which yeah. is just shit kicker. Yeah. Uh, but uh, one of the biggest stars becomes the president of all Japan. Like you know, it's still a mega star there. Like does whatever he wants. I still kind and of has regret... a huge fucking house in Texas to prove it. Yeah, I still kind of regret not getting my mark poke with him yeah. at that show before the New Japan Ring of Honor yeah. Garden Show. Right. But I, I met Muda that day, so yeah, and, and Stan. Gosh, uh, my we'll talk Stan, more though. about it uh, next week. But like, Stan's also the guy that unifies the Triple Crown. He sure like is. he is the he's in the he's in the series, but he's in the final match with him and Jumbo to unify the Triple Crown, unify all the belts into the Triple Crown that that lasts forever yeah. and used to be three belts and isn't anymore. And they got to go back to it being three belts. I but agree. Um, it I just looks totally cooler. Yeah. Uh, even though you don't, nobody, you haven't, nobody's defended the belts individually in thirty years. Yeah, still, it's just not longer. Cool. But um, yeah, Stan, Stan's super important, and uh, you know, it means a lot to these guys too. Like he really did a lot to help these young, these young boys sure. there. Yeah. Uh, and of course, his battle with Vader and all that sort of stuff. But this is this is Stan wrestling, wrestling young guys that become. Uh, stars Just and cultural icons right. for, they for, for take, pro wrestling. Right, they take over the world in the yeah. in, in the nineties, and there's a reason really why they call them the Kawada kicks. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> These are, there's the four pillars of heaven that 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 he's facing here. So yeah. or teaming up with because he teams up with no he he fights Kawada in that tag match. Right, yeah, it's Kawada and Tenru. And Tenru, okay. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Somebody's gonna get fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's for next week. Yes. So you already did your weekly purchases. Did you buy anything yeah, else? I don't think I bought anything else. Okay. I don't remember. Well, so. No, because it's Black Friday. I bought some comic art. That's, All right. That's it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but not wrestling related. Um, I got my PS5. Yeah, buddy. Uh, and then I did pre order the uh, Zombie Sailor Danhausen figure. Okay, nice. Because um, 
that day on Black Friday, it knocked some money off of it. And if you do the pre order, like, I don't know if it was just that day, maybe it's the week, but you get like the extra accessories with it. Yeah. I, I'm, I like Dan Housen. So, okay. uh, and then for Don Friday from Foreign Objects, yeah. Um, I think I got a fucking steal on it. Yeah, he definitely um, did. He did a Lucy two for ten deal. Yeah, it was a great or, deal. Or two for well, two for twenty. It was fifteen each. But, but if you, you bought two, two, it was you got two for ten piece. shipped. Yeah, um, I got a Ricky Choshu, yep. which matches up with my Onita that I have now because yeah. that's from the two pack. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I've seen this figure forever, and I just never really cared. Yeah. Um, well, it's not the it's not the Choshu from the two pack. It's just the Choshu that's. Cause I don't know because it has he has the shirt right. Yeah. Because my my shirted Choshu was single carded. Okay, maybe it is then. I'm but not sure. It's the same sculpt same, and everything. Same fucking right. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then I got the uh, a very niche figure in uh, Kokoshi Muso. Yes. And does he? So he has the belt, right? But that's like the little, like the weight belt or whatever it was, or something, oh, whatever it is. That he's carrying the muso. No, he's carrying like the like the. Is it a staff? staff. Okay. Yeah. He doesn't carrying... have the hat or anything though. No. Okay. No. I think that's it's just like the, the very basic base. version. Yeah, it's still which cool. Which is fine, right? Because like, I don't really. It's good. Care it's a good representation into your into your muso into your mudo. Yeah, shelf. it just goes goes on the mudo shelf. Right. Yes. God, that show. I need another fucking detail. Yeah, I was thinking do. about it today. I'm like, God, I need another yeah, one. Yeah, you do. Oh, boy. But that's all I bought. All right. And that's all we have. That is all we have. Let's get the hell out of here. Man. Thanks for listening. There's a lot of wrestling to cover. I don't yeah. know that I'll be able to match this amount of wrestling again this Probably coming week. Probably not. But we'll see. We'll see, though. We'll see. Man, uh, I, got the, I got the Japan I think bug. there is a Noah, I got though. the fucking Japan bug going, man. Right. I think there is a Noah show. Yeah, is that, I think it's the Man Crush show. Is Man Crush this? Let's see. Let me, yeah, because let me... I think... Uh, Shiozaki's teaming up with somebody against yeah. uh, Nakajima. Uh, the War Road. Okay. In 2021. Oh, hold on. Uh, where am I at here? War Road. Yeah, 12-5. The War Road in, in 2021 in Nagoya. Okay. And then Man Crush is 12-7. Well, we got some shit to watch then. We do. Let's do it. Uh, the Man Crush might be at 1 in the morning again. Ooh. <laughs> Listen to you. <laughs> uh, rest, I'm telling you. Get up on those energy drinks now. Yeah, let's see. Here we go. War Road, uh, Go Shizaki's returning match, which is Nakajima and Keno versus Shizaki and Kiyomiya. Okay, so it's Kiyomiya. Okay. Uh, Mudo, Marafuji, Tanaka, and Mochizuki. Uh-huh, the little, fourth member of right, the M's Alliance. Uh, versus the, the funky team, King Tani, Mahalo Oh, Yane, I'm going to love that. Ma, yeah, Saito and Inui. Uh, Hayata versus Tadasuke for the junior heavyweight title. I did see the announcement right. today because I saw uh, Cody's plea for them to put the belt on Tadasuke. <laughs> right. Uh, Segura, Kazutoshi, Fujita, and Kendo Kashin versus Kitamiya, Inaba, Damn, and Inamura. Yep. He shows up every now and then. Apparently, his like gimmick it. in Noah is he uses weapons when, when and everybody hates it for hates him for it. I like the that. fans and the wrestlers. That's great. Uh, then we got Sakuraba versus Ohara. Okay. We got Ogawa and Yoshioka versus Nasawa Rangai and Kataro Suzuki. We got Daisuke Harada versus Yohei. And then we're looking at Katoji, Okada, Fujimura, and, y- and Yasutaka Yano versus Soya. How Neo and Aleha. Okay. So uh yeah, that's um, that's that's coming up in a couple of days. So we sweet. If if we want to be dedicated, we got two Noah shows happening before we record next. I'll probably be able to squeeze them in. We'll see. We'll see. It might be just what we do. It might be as the we'll... official English podcast of <laughs> Pro Wrestling Noah. I wonder if there's probably somebody else that already does it. 
I looked a little. I there were some people that started and stopped. Okay, well, yeah. So we'll see. Well, we'll Noah, see. reach out, Mr. Noah. <laughs> give me a Hello, call. Mr. Noah. Mr. Noah, give me a call. <laughs> Junakiyama. I don't know. Well, he's in DDT now. He is. Uh, but uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week talking some Stan Hansen, and some more Noah, and whatever the hell else. And uh, we you can listen to my really uh seemingly bad takes on WWE wrestlers and AEW. I knew you were going to fucking hold on to that. Um, Let it go. I said they were bad. Let it go. Uh, I wish I could. They're, listen. They're, um, no, no, no. I mean, let it go as in, you know. Not your, it's your take. You're allowed to have your take. There's yeah, nothing wrong with that. Are you going to sing Frozen to me? Uh, no, fuck you. <laughs> but, uh, uh, again, thanks for listening. You can find us at WeNewWrestling.com, uh, at WeNewWrestling on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook, uh, email the show when you wrestle on the gmail uh, dot com. Uh, we're part of the soon to be named network at STBN Network uh, on Twitter, uh, soon to be named network dot com, soon to be named network dot tumblr dot com. And retweeted everybody there. Longbox Heroes, Final Wrestling Place, Hit My Music, Porch Talk, uh, at a uh, Todd's with Wrestling, uh, Brett and I's other podcast, Wings on Wings, uh, where we we have a two parter with the Prince of the Soon to be Named Network. Todd Roker. Is he the prince or is the is he the ace? Oh, God. Who's the ace? I don't know. Can we do the four pillars of the Sunni? The four pillars of the Sunni Name Network. Uh, no, I, don't, no. I don't want people to get mad. Yeah, right. I don't want people to get mad. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, the prince of the Sunni Name Network, he was on, if you're listening to this before Tuesday, uh, the first episode with Todd is up. Uh, if you're listening to this after Tuesday, the, the second episode with Todd, the one he actually wanted to be on is up and, and I think it's fucking hilarious. Uh, I can't wait dude, for everyone the, to hear uh, it. The master, dude, Todd gave me the best blue trees ever. <laughs> it's so good. I have like a little bit left. Yeah. It's the best. I, I specifically went out and just bought a veggie tray. Right. So I could use it. There you go. Uh, so hit, hit Todd <laughs> Roker time. up for all your blue cheese Mr. needs. Blue cheese, Not blue cheese. No, Not blue yeah, cheese. That- Blue cheese. I could think of blue chew you too. Don't, don't say that. You say that any faster and we're going to get in trouble with the FCC. Um, but, uh, again, thanks for listening. Check all that stuff out. Uh, and uh, I don't know. We'll be back next week with more wrestling talk yeah. and and i don't know but maybe i'll maybe i'll go so hard into my wwe takes that i'll get brett to fight me i would never fight you over wwe i would okay. never fight you over anything well the wwe people yeah that's true that's i thankfully you'll never fight me because you'd kick my ass don't say that you, you would whoop my you know how i get over that you would i feel whoop. weird it's well, a weird thing okay well i feel weird all right i would feel weird too after you whooped my ass oh my uh but yeah thanks we'll for listening everybody. uh <laughs> uh we'll be back next week uh say goodbye brett goodbye you're listening to the soon to be named network the lamborghini of podcast networks now you're off nerds